Oh, it's fine. Hello, my name is Riley. Here as always with uh, Hunter. Doesn't say his name. Okay. So this week, um, okay. This week, we've got some stuff. How much news do you have? Um, my news not is all that much. Mostly trailers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we can start with that, I guess. Yeah. We'll Mario Baby second trailer came out. I don't need to see anything else. I think they've shown enough. Yeah, all we two. know is we're in first. In the, well, there have there's been other small, yeah, like teases that spots, we've seen. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like I feel like you can tell that it was supposed to come out this month. Can you? Yeah, because the marketing is kicking up. Right, you've got a second trailer that shows a lot. You got TV spots, both national and international but it comes out in april so it feels weird that they're kicking up the marketing now when they still have five months to I'm, get there honestly they don't even have to market it they <laughs> they don't have to but now they're doing like a bunch of it but like i don't know how much they're gonna that's true it's gonna be over marketed isn't it crazy and then people won't watch it because there's too much trailers for it they're just like, God damn it, I get it, there's a Mario movie! And then they just lose their mind. But, like, I thought it looked really good. I'm sort of used to the Chris Pratt voice now, at this point. Again, wouldn't have been my first choice, but... I I don't really have a problem with it anymore, either. No. Like, I like, think, yeah, people are complaining too much that it's not Italian. I'm like, yeah. Okay. It's a white well, neither guy was voice. Well, neither not, was a Bob Hoskins in the original, but people aren't giving that shit, so... I'm not watching it for uh, Chris Pratt. I'm watching it for Luigi. Sure. <laughs> I'm watching it for Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. We still didn't hear it, his voice. Yeah. It's literally just going to be... <laughs> okay. The entire time. You can see he just laughs. That's all he does is a Seth Rogen laugh. You can see Funky Kong in the background you, of the trailer, too. You can! <laughs> yeah, we're seeing more Kongs. Funky More Kong, Kong representation. Someone said they saw Diddy, and then they pointed out, and I'm like, Oh shit, that's Diddy! Oh, I didn't see Diddy. I just saw Funky on Rainbow Diddy's Road. in the background. Damn. I know. I'm so glad we're getting Kong representation. We need a Donkey Kong movie, to be honest. Hey, good thing they are making a Donkey Kong movie. They, they gotta they gotta make a new game too man i gotta i gotta get me some donkey have Kong you played country. tropical freeze or no. the wii one no i hear they're like m really good well, i just i haven't i don't think i've heard a single bad thing about a donkey Kong game except for maybe the open world one <laughs> there's an open world one yeah this is called donkey Kong 64 and it's an open world oh that's donkey Kong oh. game Along with the 64 titles when they were switching to the 3D era. Yeah. Well, platformers haven't. They didn't nice. transfer well to th 3D. Some did. Yeah. But like, a lot didn't. I know Mario and. Uh, like Crash Frogger. Was 3D. Frogger went 3D. <laughs> Pac Man was a 3D. went to 3D platformer. Some people like Pac Land. Pac Land? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Pac Man Land? Something like that. People like that one, though. 
Then Sanic went 3D. That didn't go well. Well, apparently the new one's so, at least, is so mediocre, it's better than the last 10 years of Sonic games. I can't believe it's winning Player's Voice at the Game Awards. It's because Sonic fans are cringe! (laughs) It's like when Fire Emblem won the first time. It, they're cringe. <laughs> That's all it is. They're cringe. I don't get the. And then like Halo so. won. Before it came out. And then people hated it when it came out. <laughs> like make up your fucking minds. That's why players shouldn't vote. <laughs> it's just actually stupid. Yeah, if players voted, there would be a lot more than just Xenoblade in that fucking lineup. <laughs> There would be some trash in that lineup. People would vote for a shitty game to win Game of the Year for the meme. That's so true. Meme wins. If Among Us took off in 2018, that would have won. <laughs> if players voted. It's actually awful. Dude, Genshin Impact is number two. Yep. That's awful. Why? That didn't even come out this year. Imagine that took Sonic and won. <laughs> uh, if anything, yeah. <laughs> is it the Genshin or is that guilty? No, I think it's Genshin where people are debating if someone's trans or fenboy. That sounds like a Genshin. <laughs> like what? I don't think anyone cares in Guilty Gear. People just fight people in might, guilty gear it might be guilty gear but you know yeah it's been a weird weird thing that i've been following it's sort of like i don't know what's going on but it's just weird to see people debate that like does it really matter at this point no i mean you've no. already coomed to it probably like five times from Coom- 34 <laughs> of it so i mean nice. what are you gonna do about it a trans Holy shit. I think it's time to move on from Okay, okay, uh, yeah, no, let's keep going. Um Babylon got a second official trailer. I I think it looks good. I think I'll have a fun time with it. Uh it feels like Wolf of Wall Street. Like a lot. I from the clips I've seen, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I from really meme, from memes from memes guess. of yeah. course yeah, yeah I love sense. Wolf of Wall Street dude like that's so good <laughs> that that movie's so good and I feel like this will also be like Damien Chazelle hasn't made a bad movie he's made a mediocre one La La Land fight me <laughs> then he did a pretty good one with First Man and then a masterpiece with Whiplash I still have yet to watch Those First two. Man. Because Ryan Gosling. I guess I'll watch Whiplash too. Why not? Maybe with... Yeah, well, yeah. I will definitely watch Whiplash. What am I saying? And then you have to see the first man because Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And Whiplash is also apparently a literally me character. Miles Teller plays a literally me character. So... Gotta gotta get that in there too. That's very true. Yep. Literally me. And like... No, that movie's so good. I saw it twice this year and I want to see it again. Wait, where are you going? <laughs> You're gonna go watch Whiplash. I'm gonna watch Whiplash. Um. So yeah, Babylon. Are you more excited about it this time, or like, do you care about it a little bit more? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, because they showed something besides the party scene. 
And I'm like, oh, I actually have a good sense of what the movie's about instead mm -hmm. of Big Party. And I already told you this, but now that they've showed more than the party, I can see the direction actually looks kind of nuts. Mm -hmm. They've so, got an elephant. <laughs> so, well, there's a lot of things going on in the background, and I couldn't do that, to be oh, honest. I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> just go, how about you guys just stand there and... Run at each other and just do something. <laughs> yeah, no, if I directed a... This is, isn't this like a $150 million movie? Or like 140 Probably. I guess a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Would it's pretty good looking. Although, Paramount's going to have a banger year. I mean, they've got Top Gun. They've oh. got this. That's it, but that's like, this is all you need. <laughs> that's all They're going to have a bopping next year with true Keno. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> I thought it looked pretty good. I'm glad it's not Michael Bay. <laughs> um, yeah. Glad it's not Michael Bay. Like, honestly, like, just taking it away from that man's hands made this movie and Bumblebee look really good. Well, and putting into people that actually care. <laughs> apparently, Michael Bay has a bit a bit more involvement in this one. Oh no! Because what? that's why? why the Optimus Prime looks more like the Bay ones. You know, he has the mouth that moves that they should get rid of. You still have time. Get rid of it. <laughs> I just want the mask. I don't want voice. See, I thought when I saw it, the design was cool, but then I saw a comparison of Bumblebee. And this version, I'm like, oof, that's a downgrade. Actually, that is a downgrade. It's actually, like, just bring back the OG designs. Like, literally. Bruh. I know. I'm Travis just gonna... Knight is a Chad. He like, knows exactly. Actually, that looks so fucking good. I know. That's actually badass. But, no, I heard the Bay fans are like, nope, it's it was realistic. That's that's why like the bay good. designs <laughs> get like, away from my I'm, movie i'd like to be able to tell what they look like see at least in this one he has red on him not it, fire red yeah yeah and it's yeah. hard to t like literally every single character in the bay movies looks the same in terms of, like the robots except for like the first one especially in the third one they use they reuse a lot of designs cuz they're too late cuz they didn't want to they, they just wanted to have big battle big which big is kind of funny <laughs> that's why i love the third one cuz it's just fucking stupid but yeah and then like i look at the fifth one i haven't seen it that's the one that i have not seen but like i see clips and i'm like jesus what what is this? Why does he look like that? Megatron looks like Death Incarnate as a robot. Like, why? Just make him look like cool and have purple on him for Christ's sake. Why does he look like that? Why does he have a round head? <laughs> they tried to, they tried to, because he wanted to, well, I guess he went with the criticism from the first four, like, oh, or the first three. We'll just make them simpler. And they just look uglier. <laughs> By being nice. around and smooth, and it's like, no, make them rectangular, mm -hmm. bulky, and, and sexy. And I heard people, I also heard people complaining about Bumblebee's design in, um, the new one? In the Rise of the Beast. And they're like, oh, he looks too much like a, like a cute Bumblebee, like, bruh, his name, 
He's not supposed to be. He he's getting pushed around a lot. That's not the bumblebee I know. Well, that's the bumblebee I know. <laughs> like Dino Bumblebee. He, like he's supposed to get the living shit kicked out of him. Well, not really. He's just he's just supposed to be the human robot. He's the cute guy. <laughs> he's the cute guy. He's the one that the ladies go to, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Actually, though, that was an episode of Transformers. Actually? <laughs> nice. Yeah, there was a woman that was trying to hit on him, and the main character was like, why won't you come after me? <laughs> she so wants to go after a robot. <laughs> or Imagine that, getting yeah, cucked in that it was, hard. It was bad. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. though, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it, too. I'll have fun. I'll like the monkeys. I'll also watch the Team and Team movie. Seth Rogen, too. don't fail me. <laughs> well, he, he's had a good run with producing, so mm -hmm. I won't be surprised if it's actually Kino. Yeah, see, it's called Mutant Mayhem, so I hope it's like Shredder's Revenge, where it's just an action movie, and there's like dozens of creatures, and like there's no story. But like, I don't care, because like the stories in these movies suck. <laughs> Look, how can you do story with Ninja Turtle? Well, Ninja Turtles is a parody of Daredevil. Exactly. No. So I mean, I don't know. See, I, I just literally just adapt Shredder's Revenge into a movie, and that's like my dream TMNT movie right there. Animated too. Animated, yes, not live action. <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> well, you don't want the rubber suits back. <laughs> no, and I don't want the awful. Kaiju-looking CG ones, either. Michael Bay again. <laughs> Michael Bay. They used to look so much worse. Did you ever see the original designs? What's That's what Google is for. <clears throat> there was one from... No. Oh, fuck. It was an early... 2010's design that got leaked and it looked so bad everyone fucking lost their minds where the hell is it oh that looks awful that looks really bad fucking guns <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> 2011 what the fuck guns <laughs> like no no kid wants a fucking toy like that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is made to sell toys if I were a kid I would not want a toy that looks like that that's with the mouth on cursed. its that's that's oh, bad that <laughs> why does he look <laughs> so good what is that? <laughs> That's so cursed. I kind of love the Injustice 2 designs. They're just like the classic designs, but a little bit bulkier. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a good design. I like that design. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we gotta keep it animated. We'll yes, just yes. Stare at um, something. Let's yeah, do okay. that. Okay. Yeah. That, that's okay. for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so, next up, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, this will make me cry, probably. 
That's what everyone's saying. <laughs> everyone's saying people Groot's gonna die, Rocket's gonna die, but we all know Star Lord's gonna die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Well, see, like, I don't know. I just, I like that there's stakes for once, <laughs> right? And it, it, of course, it's James Gunn that has to come in and be like, hey, listen. Stakes in a Marvel movie? <laughs> I know that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Imagine James Gunn being Kino. It's crazy. His, I didn't love Super, but like his other superhero fare have been pretty great. So I have faith that this, and it actually looks good. So you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just ready to see trauma again. <laughs> of course, now they're gonna talk about Rocket's backstory, and he's just like given up. He just wants to die. Then it would be more fitting. That's true. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. possibly. We'll see. I'm ready to see this. And for and once I see this, I'll be like, okay, I don't need to see anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and I'll just walk away. That's the end of the MCU. Yep, that's, hey, that's a great uh, ending. Honestly, that's probably going to be a lot of people. The Guardians is the end. Yeah, that's it's my end. <laughs> sort of marking the beginning, too, if you think about it. Although I did hear some rumors that, like, now that Iger's back at least for a limited time. He's going to try and get them to cut back on projects. So, like, give more time to stuff. So, I don't think they're canceling anything, which is annoying, because we don't need half the stuff that they're going to be releasing. But they're going to, like, spread it out and give some time for it, I guess. Hopefully. Although there hasn't been an announcement, so we're still getting three movies next year. And four movies in 2024. So. Oh, well. <laughs> Seven. Has that happened before? What do you mean? Se- I mean. There were four crazy. Marvel movies last year. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man. I only remember one of those. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Was it Black Widow because it was awful? No, it was Spider-Man. It was good. <laughs> it was Spider-Man because it was Spider-Man. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and then I'm glad this year Marvel's been failing <laughs> just to get it into their heads. Hey, listen, more does not mean better. Very good. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is what it's called. Like Indiana Jones and the Return of Kino. Maybe. Woo! <laughs> I do love James Mangle, so I think this will be pretty good. Um, yeah, we'll see how time travel is tackled, but... I'm assuming it's time travel. Yeah, probably. Dial of Destiny? That doesn't explain a lot. Also, I've never heard of it. <laughs> like, well, obviously they find a dial <laughs> that controls den- density. Density, <laughs> the dial of density. <laughs> That's, that would be a very different movie, I think. I will change the density of this room. <laughs> oh! <laughs> they change, change the density of of like the car. So they literally, it just sinks into the ground because it's so heavy. It just oh. traps people underground for the rest of the day. <laughs> they scream for their life. Oh my god, it's horrifying. 
<laughs> not how it was supposed to go. Now it's not how it's supposed to go. Does he know? Does he know? <laughs> this meme is so good. What's he cooking? <laughs> Does he know what he's cooking? <laughs> What's he... Let me see. Does he know? Does he know? The funny? The funny. Yeah, I'm... Oh my gosh. Oh, we'll just keep going. <sighs> okay. So next up is Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Kino time. This is what Kino. we've been waiting for. This is this is what we've been waiting for. In the for. field fest of shit Marvel movies and shit critic movies, we're finally here. <laughs> cocaine Bear. True Kino. True. Low budget horror. Oh, that's also <laughs> comedy. <laughs> there is no comedy. It's all funny business <laughs> it's all funny business <laughs> this is elizabeth banks directing for a second time um funny i heard about this like a year ago and like no way <laughs> yeah i remember and then like nothing happened and now we're graced with this and like let's go cocaine bear <laughs> yes it's like the internet right now <laughs> <laughs> This is what I've been waiting for. Cocaine Bear. It's like Violent Night. It's so fucking stupid, but people just like it anyway. I feel like Violent Night is actually trying, though. Oh, trying to be good? Or like... Like, it's trying to be that holiday action movie that you'd watch around the holidays. The next oh, Die Hard. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Die Hard's not a... <laughs> yeah, we'll get... We, yeah. See, I got the Die Hard collection... And they're like, they brought up that fucking debate, is Die a Christmas movie? And I just said, it's not. And everyone's like, it totally is a Christmas movie. And I'm like, whoa, 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 listen, 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 listen. If that's a Christmas movie, then so is like Edward Scissorhands. So is like, oh, fuck. Uh, Batman, Batman Returns. Returns, that's a big one. The Gremlin, well, that's more obvious, because he got it. It's a Christmas gift. So that like, more pertains to the plot. But still, like... A bunch of these movies you'd have to count. But no, they're just like, it's a Christmas movie! So whatever. I'm not salty about it. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> My reasoning is simple. It's setting only. It has no reason in the plot. But doesn't... Doesn't, 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 doesn't it have Christmas music a part of the... Soundtrack? Well, doesn't Halloween 2 also have Christmas music? Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween 2. Christmas movie. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Salmon is a Christmas song, right? I think so. Well, because it's about, well... It's a guy that it's, goes to your dreams. It always plays around Christmas time. Mr. Salmon. I don't know. It's a bopping song, it, though, it, but yeah. 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 So... Yeah. It plays in Fallout 76 all the time. While I'm Mr. fucking Sandman. dabbing on <laughs> teabagging on kids. Gatling gun dragons out of the sky. Mr. Sandman. <laughs> so next next up is that nineties show. I think it looks okay. It's gonna be a sitcom that's gonna be cancelled after one season. No, I think it's just a limited series. Oh, it's just a limited series. I don't think oh, they're trying okay. to do, like, what they did with that 70s show and be eight seasons long. I've seen 
that 70s show a couple of times through. I think it's good. But the ending is actually awful. Yeah, I hear that. Because, well, like, season eight is just bad. Because a third of the main cast disappears. And then they get a new guy who sucks and is not good. And it's Seth Meyers' brother. And he has long hair. And you hope to God he gets shot to death <laughs> in a back alley in Wisconsin. <laughs> Literally the office, though. It's true. The ending sucks. Well, that's not true. The last episode of The Office is good. The last episode of this show sucks. I did not like it. Because, like, they kiss, but, like, they're not getting together. But then in that 90s show, that girl you saw is the daughter of those two. So they get together anyway off screen because so they're basically just retconning a terrible ending what if they do a that 70s show prequel that 60s i mean a, that that no oh, yeah that's <laughs> a <C> show <laughs> just the fonts <laughs> that 20s show <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that 1890s show <laughs> what the fuck that's 1770s show <laughs> oh dude an 18th century sitcom <laughs> Bob died of dysentery <laughs> like aw oh, I like Bob 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 Charlie's got the smallpox he can't go in his room right now is just, that what these bumps are then <laughs> <laughs> they just shoot a black man <laughs> But they missed because the because uh, the guns at the time were highly inaccurate. That's true. It's very true. That's probably sounded bad, but it's they true. miss. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's okay. It's they true. miss. They miss. And he it's like, successfully see, escaped. A bunch heaven. of '90s shows said racist shit. <laughs> Does that mean this show's gonna be racist? No, uh, no. Hopefully not. They have an Asian character. Yeah. So, like, I hope it's not bad. It's gone woke. It's woke, I tell you. I do like... See, I like that 70... I think it's not that it's underappreciated. But, like, I don't think people like it as much in the pantheon of sitcoms. For some reason. With Seinfeld and, and, and maybe no one just talks about that 70s show. Maybe. Because, like, I really... Like, they have a lot of serious moments that, like, actually sit and have, like, season-long consequences and shit. As opposed to stuff like Friends, where someone can fucking break an arm the next episode. Nothing. It's just gone. It's... It's... it's Like, they get it back. Like, wait. Your fucking arm should be broken. Where's your cast? Arms don't heal that quick, but no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Friends moment. <laughs> oh my god. Loses oh, mind. Man, that's so funny. They're saying pivot while moving the couch. <laughs> I'm gonna force you to watch all ten seasons of Friends. <laughs> I only like the one meme where the monkey plays the thing and they start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And guess what? That's season one. 
So that might be your favorite season. Season one might be the only good season. <laughs> and you're just like, hey, this isn't too bad. And then you descend through hell <laughs> to the rest of it. How and you're just like, writers get jobs. Pivot! Yeah, pivot! Oh my god. <laughs> White woman humor. Oh, that's so true, though. <laughs> that's like The Office, though. It's well, just white people. It's The Office. Well, at least The Office can be. <laughs> I love The Office. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I only like The. Yeah. See, I liked The Office the first time I saw it. But then the. About 50 other times I've seen it. I liked Because I have it in the background constantly. I, lo- I, I, I feel like I'm losing brain cells the <laughs> more the, I watch it. I liked The Office when people didn't talk about it as much. That's true. When it was actually a cult following. Then it went on Netflix. No, it just got big. And then it got big. I just, well, no, no. Like, it was big before it got on Netflix. Because they brought it back. And then it did numbers. Oh, yeah. And then they put it on Netflix. And then it was massive. And now Peacock... Every single time they do an ad, they show The Office and a funny meme. Like, okay, I don't... Mm-hmm, just please stop. Let it die. It's been nine years since the finale. Let it die. See, um, I figured out... Well, we figured out the show because we used to have Comedy Central. And they would just play the same episodes over and over again. And, yeah, my dad's like, hey, this is pretty funny. We might as well just get all ten seasons. And he came home with, like, all ten seasons one day. Of what? Of The Office. It's nine seasons. (laughs) Oh, nine, sorry, yeah. Smallville's ten seasons. Uh, Nine seasons of The Office, and we just, like, binged it over the course of a couple months. And the whole family did, actually. Like, again, first time through, it's good. Yeah. But I'm I'm at a breaking point. Or if I see it one more time, if I see someone use a fucking gift from it one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, I think can't it's just overexposure. It. I just, I can't take I it. I think it's just, yeah, it's just overexposure. It's like when, it's like that Jim Carrey movie where he just sees the number 24 constantly and he loses his mind. That That's like me. A Jim's I'm, that, I'm Jim Carrey. I'm like Jim, Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> I am Some Jim Carrey. Stupid shit happens and he has to get away like liar, liar, and yes, man. What the fuck? That's some stupid shit happens and it goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Hell yeah. I, I will see that 790s show. I don't like that they're just making the daughter character just like Eric. Like, I get she's the daughter of Eric, but, like, do a different personality. Please. <laughs> yeah, like an angsty teen. Let's see how this sounds, actually. Okay. Yeah, so, turns out it randomly cut. So, that was fun. That's perfect. Yeah. Alright, we'll just, we'll just keep going, then. Yeah, yeah, we'll just keep going. This is fine. Last of Us got an official trailer. Looks pretty good. The one thing that I think sold me on wanting to see it... Was when Bella Ramsey did the clicker noises. Yeah. It's like, if she so much as twitches and then she just, it's like, okay. And then she just like stops and like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's Ellie. That sounds about right. That's. Yeah, yeah that was, that, not, was, yeah. that was me too. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Kino. It's going to be Kino. Yeah, you know, Ashley 
Ashley Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's apparently playing her mom in the show. Wow. So I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of jumping around and time traveling. So, from what Neil Druckmann so. said, because he is a producer on it. Yeah. Like, he is involved quite a bit. I don't know if he wrote any of it, but I know he I directed he an episode. Yeah, I thought he helped write it, too. He did say that, well, because we know it's also left behind, as well as the regular stuff. But he said that they are adding things that they wanted to in the game, but they couldn't because of time limitations. So there is going to be original stuff in it, a la Ellie's mom. Yeah. So, that... I'm interested... Are they going to split the first game into two seasons? Because unless it's like a bunch of episodes, I don't know if they're just going to shorten everything up and show up at the ending of the first game at the end of this season. I feel like that'd be a lot. Yeah, where would they stop, though? Stop at... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Because I don't think there's really a point where they could just stop and then continue. Unless they stop when Joel fucking almost dies. <laughs> I feel like that would be a good stopping point. Because then season two opens in the winter. And she's, like, doing all this stuff. And he gets better. And then they go out and do the thing. And they have to fight Nolan North. Yeah, they have to... Oh, dude, yeah. just get Nolan North back, well, bro. Is it, is it, it's either Troy Baker or Nolan North. Either one is also apparently in the show, too. Troy Baker is in it. Okay, it is Troy Baker. Imagine yeah. he plays that guy. David? Yeah. That'd be so weird, but also kind of cool. <laughs> it's Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Is cannibal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Bill was shot, too, which was weird. They didn't run into any other humans until they ran into the two guys. Well, they, uh, yeah, they are changing up stuff. Yeah, and they they re so they reshot so it wasn't Nick Offerman before, but the guy couldn't do reshoots, so they got Nick Offerman to be Bill. Yeah, I heard about that. So that's kind of cool. It was so weird, too, because, like, I randomly thought about The Last of Us show, and I'm like, who's playing Bill? Nick Offerman could be an interesting choice. And then I see it, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Am I just a genie or something? Just, I wish upon Nick Offerman as Bill in The Last of Us show. You saw it from the future I that did. Nick Offerman would play Bill. And the then, best Last of Us character. He's extremely based. <laughs> based. Uh, lastly... Tetris movie finally got a still. Yeah, I saw it's that one finally still. happening. <laughs> it's just him. It's literally just Taron Edgerton staring off. And that's all I need. Mean. Staring <laughs> after the Tetris blocks. No. Oh, fuck we yeah. all know it's about the court case. And the so, legal trouble to own the rights to Tetris. Yeah, I saw like an hour-long documentary about it. And it was the most interesting thing I think I've ever seen. Because <laughs> it just... All the different people trying to get to this, like, one IP. And how, like, they didn't actually own Tetris until, like, 2016. Like, the dude that made it didn't get any money from it or any ownership of it until, like, 30 years later. That does suck. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Tetris is 
good. Tetris is so good. And, yeah. And how, like, people kept, like, just using the name and, like, making knockoffs of it. And how, like, it was just... People just kept trying to take it and be, like, their claim to fame. And then there's just the guy that made it who's just chill as fuck. He's just like, oh, okay. Tetris attack. Tetris. 3D Tetris. <laughs> no, Tetris I'm... too. I, I might have to send that documentary to you. But it was so good and it was super interesting. And, like, they... In 2016, they announced, a, like, a sci-fi Tetris trilogy... And we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, nothing has happened with that. But now we have a way more interesting idea, I think, in the form of the making of Tetris. I hope Taron Edgerton has a terrible Russian accent. That'd be very funny. <laughs> if if this goes well, I think, I think we should see more of that for video games specifically. Because I think that's something we don't really hear about often is the behind the scenes stuff or like there's the guy who cheated at um what did he cheat at was it donkey kong or something i don't remember he cheated to get the world record in something oh it wasn't a racing game Maybe it, he, was. it was a I, I i remember there was a guy in the 80s that got a big pool and he cheated on a world cup to like beat this racing game and he held, like, the world record. But then, like, years later, they found out that he cheated. And, like, he was, like... I don't know how he did it, because it's, like, the 80s or whatever. But he found a way to cheat. And it's actually, like, supposed to be impossible to do, like, a lap faster than, like, a certain time. Yeah, people use emulators for the arcade stuff. I don't know how, but they... Yeah, I think people they just were smart them. in the 90s. 80s, I mean. Yeah. Come here, dinner. <laughs> so, or, um, like, hearing about, I don't know, here's a, here's a pitch, what if you do a, uh, like a, a development story of people sleeping inside of the office to make this one game come out, and it turns out it's like shit. Oh my god, that's actually kind of a brilliant idea. So, like, they spend four years on a game... The reviews are about to drop, like they're crunching, and then it gets trashed. Yeah. Like, like that would be awesome. They take time away from their families. They eat junk food for like years. They work 12, 12 to 15 hour shifts and have to sleep in the office. Yeah. And then it just turns out, oh, people it's hate bad. It. Yeah. It's awful. And they spend all that work on it, and they don't think it sucks. So they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> or because peer pressure from the studio or the the executives forced them to rush it out. Are you telling me we should make this based? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should make it based. Never force an artist its to... product or some shit like yeah. that. Uh, so, this kind of reminds me of the news story I sent you. About the oh, Nintendo yeah. employees in the Game Awards. It was so weird. So, like, there were two people who worked for Nintendo. They did, like, a podcast or whatever that talked about, like, Nintendo news. And it was all, like, fun and stuff. Now they have their own separate podcast because they left Nintendo. 
and they talked about the year that Mario and Zelda were nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards, and how they were practicing their acceptance speeches for months, and apparently they had rewritten it thousands of times. And they said that, like, only their game deserves it, and they thought all the other games were fucking shit. And I'm like, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> like, if they had nominated Resident Evil 7 or Cuphead, I feel like that'd be different. But in the lineup they had, they're not wrong that theirs, like, were the best. But, like, the ego on them is crazy. <laughs> like, I thought it was really off-putting for just to hear that from them because i thought they were always just like so humble and then like the business people were the, the shitheads <sighs> that i feel like even the devs get that because of the fans because you saw exactly how nintendo fans reacted to pokemon violet and scarlet right yeah they do i've seen a bunch of oh shit <laughs> a bunch of shit online of them like yeah, so it it's buggy, but that's part of the charm. This isn't a Bethesda game. This is a Nintendo <laughs> product, dude. You don't ex you shouldn't really expect this from Nintendo, to be honest. We expect Kino. From it's not you even folks. Nintendo. Pro Pokemon is its own thing, is it not? Yeah, it's but, Nintendo yeah, pu publishes it. Kind of. no, they publish the the games, and then Game Freak, which owns it, does whatever they want with it. No, but, like, because in this article, they were, like, they, they had a theory that, like, because there were two Nintendo games, they'd, like, cancel out, and then Horizon would win. And then they got so no. scared by that idea that they actually thought it would come true. I'm like, that would have been funny. But to be fair, the second most awarded game that year was Horizon. So that wasn't an awful guess, but that's just really weird that they would think that. <laughs> And they were just like, a lesser game would win. It's like, is it because it's um, Americans? But like, to be fair, it did fucking suck. So like, I don't know. The hype for Horizon then was crazy. I don't get it. Playing it, it well, no, it I fucking sucked. I remember that because I was at a, I was at a friend's, or our friend was constantly talking about it. And the night of that game awards, we were playing Smash Bros. Brawl on the Wii U. The Wii and his uncle on the came Wii down. And, what? Yeah. Wouldn't it be on the Wii? Oh, it was on the Wii, yeah. He had a Wii U, though. And, yeah, we were playing... Yeah, we were playing that, and his uncle came down like, Hey, Breath of the Wild won against Horizon. And they're like, what? What? And he's like, yeah, probably because it came out earlier. They both came out early, though, what? Yeah, but it came out earlier, you know. Oh, yeah. Like a week earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. It came out earlier. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember him saying it. it came out earlier. That's probably why. Like, I mean, I don't know. For me, I just... That that article was, like, really weird to read. Because, like, they were right, and they were also, like, weird for saying it. Like, I don't know if you felt that way, but I, just, I thought it was, like, off-putting reading that. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because Nintendo... I've always felt, and it's specifically Nintendo Japan is like actual like shit. Like I know they make good products, but as a company, I don't think they're 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 that consumer friendly compared to Nintendo America. 
because they have Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. Well, it's not even Reggie anymore. Yeah, it's not even Reggie it's anymore. It's Bowser. <laughs> but, yeah, I've always... Because Japan is always the one that does the... Oh, nope, you can't have our... You can't have the music that we never released. Saying, no, you can't play this 40-year-old game. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm... We want to play your games. If you sold the games legally, we would buy it. We're not going to sell the games legally. Well, then we're going to play them illegally. You can't do that either. Like, this and then is, what the fuck? This is literally Nintendo Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Unlicensed Mario shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nintendo moment. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, that would have been a perfect segue to God of War Ragnarok. But well, I guess we'll leave it for later. <laughs> yeah. Um, where am I? Oh, yeah. Uh, James Gunn posted Jonah Hex on his Twitter. So expect, I guess, Jonah Hex in the future. Along with Mr. Terrific and Lobo and someone else, yeah. right? Um, Indiana Jones is going to have practical effects prioritized over CGI. Thank you. Except for the de-aging of Indiana Jones, which uh, looks which, that's a little weird. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think it looks that bad. Cause it's, it's, it doesn't look bad. It's like you can tell it that it's not real because he's old as fuck. Like, looks... like, like that's my thing. It's like it's hard to like be like, oh yeah, he looks like this. It's like no, he's not. He's old as shit. <laughs> I think it looks better than a lot of de aging we've seen because it's Lucasfilm and they're actually for some reason trying to improve that technology, which is kind of scary. But you know, we're trying to improve making people live forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. oh, okay, what did you say, man? Where <laughs> I uh... <laughs> and. I talked to you as soon as this news dropped, but this was sort of last week on Sunday that they confirmed that. So you said something about right as the news dropped on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, that, yeah, DC can, well, James Gunn and whoever the other guy is, no one really cares about him. <laughs> David <laughs> Safran? Um, they, they confirmed that um, they're going to have, it's not just going to be live action movies, but animated and video games are going to be connected in their universe. That's a lot. Because, like, does that mean... I'm a little confused by that. So, like, that means... Well, see, I kind of like the Marvel approach of, like, the movies are one thing, but then you can have Spider-Man in the universe, and then you can have, like, Captain America and Black Panther in this one thing, you know? I like being able to have it separate by developers, but if it's, I guess if it's all connected, that feels more like a reboot. Yeah. To me. I think they're That just... feels like a reboot. And honestly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, we're rebooting it now, so we already... Yeah. Uh, just picture it like Star Wars. That's kind of how the best way to explain it, I guess. So they keep, like, one thing, and then they just get rid of the rest? No, like... Or like... like th yeah, they'll have the main movies, but then everything else. Like, they'll have the TV show, live action, and the animated movies and the video games are their own things. That's... But they are connected. 
but they are connected with cameos. That's how I picture it, at least. Maybe a big team up movie every once in a while. Justice League. With just this like time, it's good. <laughs> maybe with just the main characters or just a specific group See, of characters. I think we do need another Justice League movie. A better one, yeah. It's uh, the Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Like it's yeah. the Justice. It's League. not the shitty Joss Whedon one, and it's not the mid Zack Snyder one. People really like that movie. I think it is okay. I thought it was better, but also four hours, and that was way too fucking long. <laughs> I like Cyborg. That's I do like Cyborg in that. Yeah, I think we should bring Cyborg back. I agree. That's what we're doing next week. Yeah. Bring Cyborg back. Bring Cyborg back. Yeah. Better than ever. This time it's also still Ray Fisher. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He got fucked. He needs so a second chance. <laughs> giving Ray Fisher a second chance. Next. Okay. Anyway. Yep. Okay, next. Um. Oh, yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun. Uh, oh, yeah. The devs of Saints Row. This is from like three weeks ago. It's just no one really cared. Um, the devs of Saints Row um, are no longer exist. They are now part of Gearbox. They got dissolved? They got dissolved. Holy shit. Because Saints Row failed to meet expectations. It's as if, if they did no marketing. It's as if the studio put too much pressure on them, but gave them little time and little resources. And also no marketing. And no marketing. Rip. Video game moment. <laughs> Rip. Why didn't this game do Call of Duty numbers? You didn't give us money. <laughs> you didn't give us money. Well, we didn't have it. Then why would you expect Call of Duty numbers? Like, because we wanted money. Like, that's not how that works. I just find it funny that it's Gearbox. Because Gearbox has gone downhill, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gearbox. People, they do Borderlands shit, right? Yeah, but okay. people think Be- Borderlands is cringe. Now, <laughs> Borderlands <laughs> is cringe. I don't know if that's just because the fans of Borderlands grew up, or if it's actually become cringe. Because <laughs> nice. I did... Uh, yeah. You never like... See, the like Borderlands that. movie was supposed to come out this year. What happened to that? Where's the Borderlands movie? Literally, the first still that came out for that movie was from the studio that brought you La La Land. A movie nothing like La La Land. <laughs> and like, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good joke. And then, like, they just did silhouettes for the rest of... You know those silhouettes that came out, like, last year? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, can you show a trailer? It's been a year and nothing's happened. Like, it, it can't be that bad. Although, to be fair, it's Eli Roth, so it could be very bad. I think it's going to be Keno, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Imagine getting Kate Blanchett, one of the greatest actresses of our time, to play Borderlands Lady. <laughs> and that feels so weird. Like, how did he swing that to her? He walked into her office and was like, listen, I have a pitch for you. We're adapting a video game, and then he just describes it. And then she's just like, I'm in. Wait, really? <laughs> it's like, I'm in. Would they be adapting the first game? Because that character she's playing would be young, because then the other game she would be older and wiser. Young and eager to wise, I think. That's how they go. I don't know. I don't know why they're... I'll look it up. But Hey, the Vikings won. Oh, they did win? <laughs> so my dad... <laughs> so my dad got mad for no reason. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Chill, bro, damn. Um, so 
I don't really care anymore, to be honest, but White Tiger is going to appear in Daredevil Born again. Um, oh, okay. Uh, the God of War Ragnarok director wants to make a new Castlevania. Oh, that'd be so fucking Kino! Eric Williams? Hot damn. I saw some Chad move, except he would have to go through Konami. That yeah, sounds like that's hell. hell. <laughs> I, I heard some shit takes, like, oh, they're gonna make... Uh, they're gonna make uh, Richter uh, a soft weeaboo, and they're gonna make Dracula into a pansy. Like, yeah, okay, someone didn't understand the point of God. Someone of- does <laughs> like God. Of- someone someone is a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's literally all you gotta say to them, because that's all you. You're just someone's a fucking idiot. Um, but. The- How'd they get Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie? What the fuck? <laughs> like, squeeze me? Okay, okay, hold on. After returning to her home planet, Pandora... Pandora? Oh my god, okay. Infamous outlaw Lilith is given a dangerous mission and forms an alliance with other criminals to find and protect the missing daughter of a very powerful man named Atlas. Okay. Oh, hey, Tiny Tina's in this. Do you think they could do the Already? spin-off? Oh, maybe it... Oh, yeah, Tiny Tina. <laughs> do you think they could do the spin-off? Remember that game? No one talked about it. I'm pretty sure it bombed. <laughs> I think it did, too. Like, they released the DLC, and then it's like, I heard that they reused assets. Nice! Like every looter shooter does. Of course. So, Lilith... Or Kate Blanchett's character. Yeah. Seem, is infamous. So I feel like she'll be older version. So it probably takes place a lot, lot further in the time. Is it connected to the games? It sounds like it is. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's keep going. Alright, so I'm gonna pause. There's not supposed to be bricks in Star Wars, guys. So yeah, um, Andor finally ended. Um... There's a YouTuber, big, pretty big Star Wars YouTuber called Star Wars Theory. He was cool when he was smaller, and he made shitty fanfics. But now... Wait, after- that's Star Wars Theory? Yeah, that's Star Wars Holy Theory. Holy shit. Yeah, he was pretty big, but then he really jumped off. Mm-hmm. Like, after his fan film came out, his ego was went fucking so high. I Yeah, that sounds right. And now he's just trying to stir the pot by saying bricks and screws don't belong in Star Wars. And he's just Which makes literally zero sense. <laughs> like, how does how does that even work? <laughs> Wait until he finds out the bricks actually had cultural significance to the planet that Andor takes place on. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> you need to tell me he's an idiot. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's just trying to stir the pot. Mm, yeah, of course. All right, so that's Star Wars again, and how the fans want to make me die every single time they speak. That's. Even though Star Wars Theory does it for attention and <laughs> attention. giving him just what he wants. Okay, let me find my Oh, hey, look at that. Um, Self-awareness. It's always good. James Gunn actually posted a picture of Kingdom Come. He did. I saw that. Um, people are saying it's... Making plans. <laughs> people are saying it's literally just that. It's just Superman and he's making plans. But then, I still think... That he's gonna do Kingdom Come with Black Adam and Superman. I think it would make sense. So he's trying to mend with 
Dwayne the Cock Johnson. I think it makes sense. I mean, if you read it, I think it would, because if they just make Magog into Black Adam, it's like, because, you know, Magog I swear to God, DC is just like, you have to push Dwayne Johnson. He's like, I have to. And they're like, yes. So he's like, Fuck and fine. Superman doesn't even fight Black Adam. Black, I mean, Superman doesn't even fight Mad Maggog. He literally just bursts down into tears as soon as uh, he, shows, he shows up. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're so right. this one will have a fight scene in it. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just want talking. <laughs> talking. Uh, Avatar news. You ready? Yes. James Cameron believes he's the only person who is able to direct an Avatar movie. He has a fucking ego, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't in Hollywood? Yeah, oh, he says, Jesus. He says he'd have to train you because it doesn't matter how smart you are. You don't have the talent. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that he said for the next two he'd have to train them. I'm like, with the technology, that's fair. I thought, I read that out of context. So I was like, oh, yeah, train him with the technology. That sounds about right. But if that's the game, I mean, it's the... IGN, so this is probably taken out of context, too. Mm, okay. Like, right. no one will be able to direct one as good as I can. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 3 is coming out March 1st. That's a lot sooner than I expected. Wow. And it's the last season? I th I hope so, actually. Huh. Simon Pegg is returning in The Boys Season 4. Hell yeah! Simon Pegg. <laughs> Um, James Cameron says you'll it says you use the bathroom during Avatar 2. You'll see it again anyways. <laughs> oh, I did hear him say that. He said you can go whenever you want because you're going to come back and see it a second time. <laughs> oh, oh my fuck. Yeah, dude. Uh, absolutely just... I think he's doing it for the marketing. Like, just yeah. absolutely trashing people. I love this marketing, though. I'm not going to lie. He's <laughs> absolutely trashing people. Because people are going to watch it to hate watch it. Or they're going to watch it and actually like it. Like me. <laughs> so, you know. I will give a man with an ego more ego. <laughs> oh, yeah. D didn't, didn't you hear that, like, this movie has to break, like, $2 billion to be profitable? <laughs> yeah. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> How much... break $4 billion. Dude! Oh, I will be a part of it. It's going to crash the world economy. <laughs> it's only Avatar. Oh, my God. Just, like, only Avatar. Avatar for six Avatar. months. <laughs> Dude, the original literally didn't leave. It was number one for 19 weeks. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> was nothing coming out? It 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 dropped off in what April? Something in April finally dethroned it. It was probably a shitty comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that came out and they're like, "Hey, we finally be Avatar." Total box office, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" Or was that came out late December? Nineteen. I'll look it up. How many weeks was Avatar number one at the box? That's what my sister sent me. C P K N What? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Do you, what? Is she losing her mind? I think she is. <laughs> what? Many we we might. Oh my god! Oh my god! Do you have any other news? Oh, shit. Yeah, I should go into my screenshots again. Uh, 
Um, I'm just going to skip that one out. Splash Mountain is going to close permanently next month. I don't give a shit. I think all... I think all the Disney rides I won, went on were shit besides the Aerosmith one, and that one wasn't even Disney. Aerosmith. <laughs> uh, Christopher Judge wants to play Kratos in the Live God action. of War TV show. But Which the, he should! The, the, picture, the picture IGN uses <laughs> is so funny. IGN. What the frick? Uh, Sifu is being adapted into live action by John Wick creator. Oh, Chad Stahelski? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Elden Ring. So he is he just in the action video game guy now? Because that's Ghost of Tsushima and Sifu. I think he's just the action movie guy now. Oh, in general. Okay, but uh, the Elden Ring creator had no idea what made mass what made Elden Ring a massive hit. Yes, he fucking does. He should shut up. <laughs> he's like, I have no clue. I I don't know. It's just like, what? Uh, nobody two is gonna begin filming next year. I know a lot of people like the <laughs> first one. Nobody. It's because it has the funny Saul Goodman. <laughs> it does. Barry Keoghan wants to be in Watiti's Star Wars movie. Who doesn't, though? Like, really? I would want to be in a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. And, um, yeah, the new Fortnite Chapter 4. New characters, you ready? Mm-hmm. Doom Guy. Okay. Mr. Beast. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Geralt of Rivia. And the entire this season the first season is apparently focused on My Hero Academia. Ooh <laughs> boy. Okay then. Um, Mr. Beast, a playable Fortnite character. <laughs> and uh, this is something that's been taking over the internet, but you heard about Kanye West, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, Kanye. imagine the media exploiting the mental health of someone to their breaking point. To Kanye? Well, he was a piece of shit at beforehand, though. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, if the media didn't expose him or give him as much, ex- you know... Exposure. Exposure as he got for their clicks and their, their money, I, I, I don't think it would have gotten as far as it did, to be honest. Yeah... I think he still would have been probably a bit crazy, but I don't think he would still have gone to Still an anti-Semite, a... though. Yeah. He literally yeah. started a brand new fucking anti-Semitic movement. Like, there are people actually, like, scared for their lives now. Like, I, there are some people in high places that don't like Jewish people. So... So it's kind of scary. <laughs> you, you know it's bad when Alex Jones is trying to laugh it off, but you know he can't, and he's like the most controversial man on the planet right now. Yeah. And he's like, are you fucking crazy, man? <laughs> You're like, talking to a milkshake and a, and a fishnet. <laughs> what, the fuck? Uh, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alex Jones is still insane, though. I don't trust him. <laughs> I think he's funny. <laughs> no, I don't. Ch- mm, no, the frog's gay. Turn the freaking frog. It's <laughs> such a bop song. <laughs> frogs gay. <laughs> anyway, do you have, do you have anything else? That's it for now. Okay. So, um, let's see here. I think. I'm going to talk about this quickly. So we're not going to talk about every single film critics circle, because there's like 70 billion of them, and that would be boring as fuck. But 
just to show you sort of what's happening as the season starts to pick up, um, I want to show you some of their winners because they are about what I expected. So let's see here. Oh, why are you not loading? Okay, so best animated film was Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, the stop motion movie. If you know what that one is. I feel like I've talked about it before, but I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't think so. So it's it was an internet skit back in the day with Jenny Slate and her husband. And then they decided to make it into a movie. And it came out this year. And it's in the top 250 highest rated movies of all time on Letterboxd. And people are loving it. This is its second win, by the way. So, so you're saying Pinocchio's gonna lose. No, I still think it's gonna win. Best Supporting Actor, Ki-Hoi Kwan. Literally, not a single other person has one supporting actor. Yet, like at all. So this goes to show the man sweeping. And I'm very excited for it. Because yeah. he deserves it. I think he's great in it. And I want to see him win an Oscar. And give a funny... and make me cry speech be like i remember your mom Ooh, got him dude here we Do go best supporting actress kiki palmer for nope yeah i heard about that i mean that's a good pick yeah. but it's uh, out of the box you know yeah it's not the traditional thing so i thought it was for two movies though was it for nope it was just for nope oh okay yeah yeah um let's see here uh, cinematography went to Top Gun Maverick. It is a very good-looking movie, so I'm not complaining. Also, Babylon and Avatar have not come out yet, so those did not count. Baby Lion. The Baby Lion, there you go. Screenplay went to The Banshees of Sharon. Great pick. Very good pick. Actor went to Colin Farrell, also for The Banshees of Sharon. Yeah. Uh, actress went to Kate Blanchett for Tar. She's gonna fucking sweep. It's not... Yo, which sucks. I want it to be yo, but you know, I I'll take it. She was great in the movie. You know, like it's it's like if if it was like someone like ah, uh, if like a person from Marvel got it, <laughs> like that started sweeping, I would have been pissed. Just they don't have good performances in those movies, so it's like saying like oh I don't want this good performance to win because I want this good performance. But well, she was good, so like I, I can't complain I mean, too much. Iron Man cried. That's true. Give him an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, in Black Panther, she cried. That's true. So she cried. Everyone cried. Everyone cried. It's an Oscar-worthy movie. <laughs> it made me cry. Best director went to RRR. That is so funny. I saw the first hour of that movie, and I thought it was great, and then I stopped. <laughs> Sigma male grindset. <laughs> Because I was, I was like, okay, I'm like, I gotta be close. And then I saw it was an hour in. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'll look up the rest of it later. <laughs> we'll just look at, look up an ending explanation. <laughs> ending explanation. But that is such a. It's a very well directed movie. Like, there's like ten minute long action scenes where they're fucking flipping off of like bridges, and there's like giant explosions, and then there's like animals coming out of crates, murdering revolutionary people. Like, fucking crazy. So like, I think it's a great pick and really funny. <laughs> Um, then Tar won Best Film. Heard about that. Yeah, I heard about the, the, I, 
Uh, yeah, I saw this on Twitter. All those awards, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh. I I guess disgusting film was tweeting about them too. Oh, okay. I don't, I well, was... I just went to their webs, their oh, Twitter. Yeah, they're in their Twitter. Yeah. But, I mean, good picks all around. I don't have any complaints to be honest with you. Tar is great. That's in my top ten. So like I, personal bias would want me to pick everything everywhere. But, I mean, Tar is really good. So, I'd, I'm not going to complain too much about that winning. I think it should go to Mad God. But, you know, maybe I'm the crazy one. You are the crazy one. Maybe I'm the crazy one. You are the crazy I want to see the birth of the universe through the eyes of a mole man. That was like a 6 out of 10. Didn't even finish it. I tried! <laughs> Didn't even finish it. You probably saw them pooping and then reusing the poop and then just left. Don't understand. It's an homage to the man's work. You see Robocop in the background. I didn't see it, but apparently he's back there. Like I, don't really... I just It's it's like Wendelin Wild. The animation is gorgeous and also disgusting, but it's like really good. At least Mad God more specifically. It's like really good and disgusting. Like that's the point. But then the story, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why? Why? And then I just had to stop. I just... Well, I stopped because I took my sister driving, and then I just never got back to it. And I, I, to be honest, I wasn't really compelled to go back to it. That's that's just what it was to me, was just showing off what he can do. That's all it was. 30 years was just show off. Was to show off his ego. Was to show off his epic stop motion skills. That that's it. That's all there is to it. To be honest, I. If you think there's a deeper meaning, good for you. But I just think it just shows off his work. It's just supposed to show off his work. To be honest, it's like scorn. Looks gorgeous, but it's not that good. In but most of I saw a 20 minute YouTube video on scorn, and I think I understand scorn. Yeah, you told me about it later. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I think I understand it. Yeah. He actually said it was in one of his favorites from this year. It wasn't? Or it, it, was? it was, because he thought it was stupid that people were saying the puzzles were bad. And then, I guess, apparently Portal does the same exact puzzles. Huh. And the Nessa messed up. <laughs> well, Portal has Portal Gun. Portal Gun has <laughs> in Hot Lady behind it. <gasps> That's, that's why people and the funny robot guy. That's yeah. true. The, I thought that was funny robot lady. Glados, Glados is a lady. Ooh, I, thought, I thought it was a dude. Maybe there is a dude. I, I only think of Glados from Portal Two. Who's like she could? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Yeah, I thought yeah. Stephen you had played Portal in The Walking Dead season two, where we talked about it. That's how he flirts Porta. with the girl. I yeah. played Portal. He <laughs> makes a Portal <laughs> reference, and she's like. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> He's like, Portal? You've never, never played Portal? <laughs> oh my god. Literally oh. me. <laughs> Literally me. Just like trying to talk about, like, Tar. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just like, Jesse, Tar. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just like, Tar. The new... You've ne- you, never, you haven't seen Tar yet? What the fuck? Anywho. What do you think of those picks? You haven't seen most of those movies. I mean, you saw everything everywhere. And Nope. And Banshees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only one really you gotta see is Tar. That's true. Will I though? Maybe. It's just I think I'm good with Banshee, 
sweeping, to be honest, though. I would not <laughs> be opposed to that. See, I just want everything everywhere to win. Because I think it's funny. <laughs> That's why I doubt it's going to win, because it's more mainstream. Is it, though? Yeah. It got mainstream, but it wasn't, yeah. like, originally mainstream. But it's it's more mainstream than it's like mainstream. It's like... It's like it's like when Wes Anderson, like, people knew him, but, like, they didn't watch any of his shit until Grand Budapest Hotel. And then he hit it big. I feel like that's or this. Tarantino with... Pulp Fiction. Although he only did one movie before I, would, I wouldn't say it was Pulp Fiction. I would say people didn't really recognize him until... Right, it's the... Um, he did The Hateful Eight. That's... A little late, I think. Because by that point, the man was pretty recognized and being memed on. Like, Team America, Perry, 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 A Kill Bill. It was Django Unchained then. Because I, I swear it's one of the westerns that all those frat boys talk about. It's one of those. Django Unchained is a masterpiece. I rewatched it. It's a fucking yeah, masterpiece. Talk about it. Django's so good. You have to watch. It's so fucking good. <laughs> but is it as good as Death Proof? I'm, that's <laughs> the one Tarantino movie I haven't seen. Apparently it's the worst. I don't think I'm missing much. <laughs> Jackie Brown sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to, like, like, I like the performances, but that's about it. <laughs> Robert De Niro fucks a woman, and then they comically say two minutes later... So, like, he didn't last very long. I think that's pretty funny. Is it young Robert De Niro where I don't recognize him? No, it's like it's like mid-Robert De Niro. Where oh, he's not yeah. old, but he's not taxi driver yet. He's, like, right oh. in the middle of it. Yeah, he's got graying hair. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Samuel L. Jackson has a disgusting beard. It's like he has nothing except a tiny patch. And it's, like, really long and, like, thin and braided. It's, like, disgusting, and I hate it. They also say the end one. <laughs> Tarantino. I mean, they do in Django, but like, here, I'm about to defend it, right? I got mad at Crash for them, for a white guy writing the N word, but the difference here is they purposefully use it in a negative lens. What if Tarantino just wants to say it? <laughs> he just wants he just to wants say. To, to, all right, you gotta know. You gotta say it. Like you have to this. say. You, <laughs> you have just to have it to like say this. it like that. Not, not. Don't be afraid to really lean into it. <laughs> really lean into saying really the hard. Lean into saying that. He, he just wants to say it, man. <laughs> I think there's been three movies where he, it's been in his script. Jackie Brown, Django, and The Hateful Eight. So, yeah. yeah, well, he's very liberal, so I'd assume he would use them for, you know... Negative ones. Yeah. Is he liberal? I assumed he was, like, right down the middle. Uh, if you've seen... That is a parody on... account. That's a parody account? It's called Quentin Quarantino. That makes sense. <laughs> that is a parody account. I'm sorry. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I thought I was following it just for him. But all I see is just... 
politics. Politics. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> Interesting. He seems like a very political man. I'm surprised he hasn't made a political movie yet. <laughs> um, no, he just makes action movies because he's like, he likes seeing people die. <laughs> Dude, Django Unchained, the, the last 40 minutes is so good. Where just there's like blood like staining the walls. And there's like red mist in the air. Because there's just so much blood. The same guy gets shot like eight times. Oh. <laughs> like, it... a, like a guy gets shot in the leg. And then a dude who's trying to shoot Django's on the ground. And then fires and accidentally shoots the guy's like, You shot me, you fucking... <laughs> It's just like he keeps getting shot. Like it's so, it's dark, but it's so funny. Django. Doesn't Red Dead Two play a lot of homages to to Django Unchained? Kind of. The music sounds pretty similar too. Ennio Marione, I think that the guy that did Once Upon a Time in the West, he did the soundtrack for this. It's so good. Tarantino just has good soundtracks, but this was really good. And then they play rap music in the movie. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> but, it, like, it fits somehow. It's yo, really dog. It's no! Scarlet Ooh, White. Ooh, Scarlet what the White, fuck? yo. You don't know that? She says that in the show. She does? Uh, I, I thought that was a joke. Unless it is a joke. <laughs> I, it was I a hope joke. it's a joke, because she... That she, sounds awful. She goes up and she's like, yo, Scarlet White, yo. Yeah, it's, that sounds too funny to be in the actual show. <laughs> That's gotta be a joke. What are you talking about? Scarlet White, yo. Because she's talking to Jesse, because she... Jesse, I, I think it's supposed we to need be. to cook. <laughs> I gotta watch Breaking Bad. We do gotta watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> Sigma. It's just to find out it's a slow burn drama instead of And we're just like funny. <laughs> God damn it. So that we laugh at the scenes that are supposed to be sad. Because <laughs> they've just been memed on. Like of him fucking dying. <laughs> we're just like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So that um I want to do this first. So, I told you we were going to do a year at the Oscars last year. But I changed what it was. So, instead of doing Gladiator, we're doing the year Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this year. You do. Rocky won Best Picture in 1977. I want to I wanna give you a little some tidbits. So, the budget of the movie was less than a million dollars. Or about nearly 5 million today. The movie made about 225 million or about 1 billion today. That is like one of the biggest success stories I think I've ever heard of. So it makes sense that the underdog would win best picture. I'm not denying Rocky's um uh quality, but um I think there were at least some snubs and nominees for that year. How do you mean? If in nineteen seventy six? If I remember right, this was the year of Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Taxi Driver was snubbed in categories. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it <laughs> I, was. Well, I'm, a, I'm about to get into that. I watched Taxi Driver a couple, probably a month ago, so I don't remember exactly the things that it wasn't. But yeah, this is kind of another historic year. Shockingly. This is the first year a woman was nominated in Best Director. For what? An international film. 
it's also the first woman to be nominated from an international film aka also the last time i believe <laughs> so you know bit based oscars <laughs> god that's so bad oh okay so rocky wins it won golden globe and that was it but there's not many precursors so we can go through these pretty quickly all the president's men was this year network was like a drama taxi driver and the movie called bound for glory which i've never heard of <laughs> it sounds like they're bound for glory to be they honest. are bound for glory this is a generic war movie probably it has the guy from kill bill bill from kill bill as the lead which is kind of funny <laughs> um a star is born the third version came out this year people thought that could have been contending the barbara streisand version i'm gonna be honest i only thought there was two versions really <laughs> yeah there you was thought there was the original the 30s one be, and I knew of that because the dude who played the main dude from that voiced someone in Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> and, yeah, and then there's the new one. I had no idea there was four versions. Yeah, there's four. There's one from the 30s. Then they remade it in the 50s with Judy Garland. Then they did this version with Barbara Streisand. And then Bradley Cooper did one. So that's four. It's too many Streisand. times. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> This year, director Rocky wins director. It's it is a. See, I don't love Rocky. I think it's like an eight out of ten movie. But maybe I gotta see it again because I did some research. And I'm like, okay, how the how they got this movie off the ground is kind of crazy. Like, they offered Stallone six figures so he would not star in it. And he's like, fuck you, I'm starring in it. And then he he got nominated for Best Actor, which we'll get to later. But that's kind of funny, I think. He's just like, he turned down that much money. Because he's like, it's my story, I want to play it. They're like, no. Wait, he helped write it? Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote the movie. He wrote the movie too? Oh. Mm -hmm. See, I did not know that. The more you know. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I... I thought he directed it, but he didn't. He got... It was the guy who did Karate Kid those movies kino kino <laughs> john g avildsen uh one dga now apparently it's a controversial win it's like when coda won this year it was more like a thing of the moment sort of so there were probably movies that were better but they were like well, it's the underdog movie, so we're going to give the underdog movie best picture. People, but then they look back at it like, okay, maybe that was a bad day. <laughs> People love underdog stories. I love a good underdog story. And if you were going to give it to one, it'd be Rocky, you know. I think it's the first sports movie to win best picture, which is... And funny. one that probably doesn't follow the white savior trope, too. No, because there's no white people in it. You mean there's no... Oh, wait. There's, there's no black pe- colored people in it there's, there's only white people <laughs> one creed oh yeah but besides that he's the bad guy see his win was adrian yeah not the the fight yeah he you know? won adrian yeah sure like whatever a, he won what a, a woman <laughs> <laughs> you won a woman. Oh no. Um 
Damn. So we just we found out that cut like ten minutes again. Why did I don't know why we keep? We'll have to look at um some stuff later. So okay, I'll catch it back up quickly. Director Rocky won. The woman in Seven Beauties was nominated. You know Ingmar Bergman. Have you heard of him? He's a Swedish director. Explain. So he was nominated for a Swedish film called Face to Face. He is like an acclaimed international director. He did he did the original scenes of a woman. He did Fanny and Alexander and a couple of other pretty big movies. Uh, the Seventh Seal, if you've heard of that. But I have heard of The Seventh Seal. So basically that's him and he was he's been nominated in director plenty of times but he got nominated for this one so those two international directors took out scorsese for taxi driver maybe then that that's acceptable then when we get international love then that's fine i think that's acceptable <laughs> Sure. Well, like, I haven't seen Taxi Driver, so I don't know if the direction, like, was worth snubbing, or if, like, it was actually, like, like, a shock that he didn't get in. I'm assuming it was a shock. Yeah, but... If... Because, like, no one would have would talk about Seven Beauties if the Academy didn't show up and just be like, yeah. yo, here's this movie. Well, and that's like, what oh, the okay. awards are for, to be honest. But To you expose know, people. <laughs> to get to market. It's... It's a marketing play. It's just a marketing Crazy. Play. That's very so, true, though. It's yeah. kind of based. Are you but, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. It, it is, you gotta admit, it is fun to hype up the award season. And then yeah. just none of none of your predictions come true. And you're like, what the fuck did I do wrong? What happened? And then you realize, oh, who paid more money or... That's Ooh. actually so lame, though. Ooh. See, that didn't start until the '90s when Harvey Weinstein made it more about like a like he he took an approach more of like a political campaign rather than actually just like showing the movie. So he like he made sure every single voter saw every single movie he was pushing, and like he would make excuses to like show off his movie and basically even if people didn't like it he made sure everyone knew about it and that's how he got as far as he did and it's because of that with spending money on a campaign like that that more and more people are like well if we want to win best picture we gotta spend money too and so basically it just spiraled from there so basically harvey weinstein ruined another thing great job man <laughs> And we should enjoy the movies that we have, or something. We should enjoy the movies as movies. Even if... And, and award the art, not the thing that won, that spent the most money. Like, even if your favorite movie of the year was snubbed and should have won, or for anything, even video games or books, your favorite thing was snubbed that year. So What? Exactly. <laughs> it's more for it's... fun, I think. Although, to be fair, I do make bets. 
Sometimes. You can make money? I can make money, so yeah. What? See, I should bet on Kihoi Kwan winning. I think I can make some good money off of that. Well, doesn't betting work if, like, everyone... I thought betting works, like... Oh, no, that was South Park, never mind. The <laughs> episode where Jesus and Satan fight and everyone votes for Satan. Like, everyone <laughs> bids on Satan winning, but then... Uh, Satan votes Jesus would win, so he, he, he gets all that money. <laughs> also, he, like, he basically stops just yeah, so he, just, he could get just, money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just falls like, on the ground the immediately. And he gets all this bank. <laughs> no, so, like, <laughs> so basically, how a lot of betting sites work is if you make a bet at a certain point... That is your bet. Because, like, if you wait too long, then you don't get as good of a bet. So, like, if, for example, if people don't think Kihoi Kwan's winning, and you get, like, a 1 to 5 odds, and you put 20 bucks in, you'll get 100 bucks back. Oh, so depending but on the But after answer. awards winning, then the deal might be, like, 1 and, like, half. So you might only make, like, 5 bucks. So Depending saying, on when you do it, you know. So you're saying if 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 you're probably not going to expose yourself on the pod, but if you voted for Kihoi Kwan before the award season, you're pretty much in. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> if I cashed all of my money now on a bet that's like one in ten, I could be far richer than I am right now. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Just bet on everyone. <laughs> I make a bet on... Well, then I'm... Lo- <laughs> so you put the most money on the person you think will win, but you put side bets out to yeah, make just, sure you get something back, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just all right. Case. Yeah. I like that strategy. Yeah. Like, it's... I've always thought, of why can't you just put money on all the horses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> um. So, all right. Best Actor. This is the first posthumous win in Oscars history. So the there were a lot of actors in Network, but the lead, one of the leads, Peter Finch, uh, died. So he took all of his award. His wife, I think, took all of his awards posthumously. Um, this later happened with uh, Heath Ledger, and it was supposed to happen with Chad, but whatever. I'm, I'm not salty. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Sylvester Stallone for Rocky was there. Robert Downey... What the fuck? It's back up. I think my brain just fucked up. Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver. Um, William Holden for Network. There were two Network boys. And then Giancarlo Giannini for Seven Beauties. Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Let's see. Ha ha ha. Um, Dustin Hoffman was probably supposed to get a nomination, either for Marathon Man, but most likely for All, all the President's Men, because that was the best picture movie. Uh, let's see here. Faye Dunaway wins Best Actress for Network. Um... Liv Ullman for Face to Face, that Swedish movie. So a bunch of movies are just kind of hopping around here. Uh, Talia Shire, who played Adrian in Rocky, got nominated. And lead <laughs> actress, 
not supporting, which feels weird. I mean, in my opinion, even her being nominated for what, saying like two lines of dialogue? She said more than two. She, It's the fucking Oscars clip with... The, the clip with her brother when he's drunk and she like tells him off. That's what got her nominated, guaranteed. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. That was a good scene. <laughs> I remember her talking like twice throughout the entire movie. See, I I thought it made more sense in supporting, not lead. I think that doesn't really make sense. But yet again, I haven't watched Rocky since I did the Rocky Marathon like a couple years ago. I watched Rocky a couple months ago. It's 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 pretty good. Sissy Spacek for Carrie. So we got a horror movie representative. They used to nominate horror movies a lot. Right? And yeah. Silence of the Lambs won. Kathy Bates for Misery won Best Actress. Carrie gets two acting nominations. We'll get to the second one later. Well, I mean, back then, horror didn't really have that much of a bad reputation as it does now. I mean, some there were still trashy horror movies at that point, but they liked... They liked the auteur ones. Now, even the auteur ones get dumped and no, they don't care. Which is weird. Because I think the shit ones always get overexposure. That's probably true. But then Get Out gets in. Yeah. But, that's but like, Get Out is Kino. good. It is good, right? But, like, that's the one horror movie you're going to nominate in, like, 40 years? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Well, what would you rather them give it to? In terms of nominations? Oh, I don't know. Halloween Ends was pretty good. <laughs> Happy Death Day, bro. Happy Death Day 2. Freaky with... <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Kino. Okay, but like Midsommar could have gotten like actress at least. Cinematography? Nothing. Like, okay. <laughs> no. Green Knight? Nothing. Green Knight? Does that count? I guess that counts. There's some no, horror elements. I mean, I was just saying, because you just brought up Midsummer, and I just thought of... A24. A24. Mid Green Knight's and A24 so keen <laughs> Green Knight's so And Spring Breakers. <laughs> but I haven't watched Spring Breakers. <laughs> I just know Bikini Woman and James and Franco. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> so, now the last pick, Marie-Christine Barlett for Cousin Cousin, is a French movie. Every single category thus far, except for Best Picture, because based Oscars, has had international representation in it. We don't even get that now. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, I just thought that, of that. Like, we're more... We're worse now than we were later. <laughs> Although last year was really good. Maybe all those old guys who... Uh, Used to be watched... hip and young... And like these movies back in the day, grew up to be the people that don't want non-American movies in. Because um, they're getting paid to. Well, see, last year was crazy, though. Drive My Car, Worst Person in the World, Flea, Parallel Mothers. Who's the worst person in the world? Me. <laughs> Me. Um, let's see here. Um... Uh, uh, supporting actor, some guy from all the presidents, man, I don't know who the fuck this dude, Jason Robards, kind of a funny name, 
Uh, we have Ned Beatty from Network and two Rocky people. The coach and then his best friend, who's also Adrian's brother, the drunk. They got nominated for supporting that. I don't remember the brother. You don't? No. I he I swear to God, it's the scene with Adrian and her brother, this guy, where they're like yelling at each other and he like falls over. Like this is what got them nominations. I'm gonna have to watch it again. You are. Because I literally don't remember that. You don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember the coach being old. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. That, that too. I remember right. the so coach being old. This is also kind of a historic thing here. Beatrice Straight for Network. Network won three acting awards this year. This is the last time that has happened. And soon to be broken. Oh, <laughs> God, that'd be so good! Okay. Um, she was nominated nowhere and won. Here's the thing. She was in the movie for five minutes. That's not even... Someone counted it. She's in one scene, and she won an Oscar for that one scene. Someone? Over people... Who are like integral to their plots and are in it a lot. Someone did some bribing behind the scenes. Absolutely. Jodie Foster for Taxi Driver was nominated and she won the BAFTA. She was funny. She was funny. She pushed someone to, she she didn't want to date Travis Bickle because he took her to a porno. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but all the couples go here. <laughs> what? Next. <laughs> I go in here all the time and I see couples here all the time. What the fuck? <laughs> Alone. Oh my god. What the so the mom from Carrie, the one that's Christian and abusive, she was nominated. And then someone from all the presents, man. I don't really... Original screenplay. Network wins because it's a news drama. That's the key word there. Drama. It is. It is. Drum. <laughs> uh, Rocky was nominated. That's Sylvester Stallone. He wrote the movie in three days. That was a fact I learned. And you know the 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 book Save the Cat. It's like a popular film script writing book, where a guy is like, "Here's how you write a script." He says in this book that the inciting incident should be 12 pages in in rocky it's 55 pages in but people love it because it actually gives rocky character it actually allows development to show his loneliness and everyone calls him like mean names and then adrian's all nice and stuff so it builds that relationship and you also see his just awful situation kneecapping people for money and you actually get to see his transformation into a big boxing star which is very much like his career yeah if you think about it exactly yeah. he literally wrote it for himself because yeah. like that was him right he literally Sylvester Stallone in real life sold his dog because he couldn't afford to keep paying him like paying for it and then for money he did porn 
So, like, yeah. this is, yeah. like, really real stuff for him. So, like, I feel like maybe that should have won. That's just a... Th- I don't know. Also, the funny lines where you don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think I think Taxi Driver was written also in a very yeah. short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, two international films that we've already mentioned. Seven Beauties and Cousin Cousin got screenplay. Um... Taxi Driver was snubbed. Yeah. I do agree with that. Getting snubbed? Or that it shouldn't that, have that, been? No, that it was snubbed. Very much so. Okay. I ta- I, ta- I think I talked about it in the review, but um, a lot of the times... Fuck, what did I say? It seems like he's talking to... himself... Oh yeah, like it's like it it's it's written so it's you can kind of after watching it again it's sort of you can kind of pick up like hey, that's kind of doesn't seem right you know false. Um, Protagonist. Pro, yeah, the mm, false false narrative, narrative yeah. that it goes with. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what I said, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what it kind of gives off. See, they should have not they should have not nominated this random movie I've never heard of called The Front. Kept the international movies and put in Taxi Driver. Yeah, I'm so it, God's it, lonely man. <laughs> ooh, ooh, boy. <laughs> that's what it's. That's, well, he says it for a reason because. Oh. Well, see, it got psychotic. picture, but not director or screenplay, which is kind of weird. Scorsese can be snubbed, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got one. It's fine, <laughs> and he won for The Departed, which is not. Yeah, I was going to watch that, but I decided to watch Zodiac instead, but I didn't finish Zodiac. <laughs> 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 Alright. Adapted screenplay. All the President's Men, I guess. Uh, funny drama movie. Here we have some more movies I've never heard of called The 7% Solution. What the fuck? But here's another international film called Fellini's Casanova. Casanova? Casanova! <laughs> uh, best score, The Omen wins, which is a horror movie. And that beat out Taxi Driver, which won the BAFTA. The Omen must be about a bad omen. It could be. Yeah. Or could it be about a good omen? See, I think Rocky should have been nominated for score. I only but think of wasn't. the punch out theme. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, but like, I heard some of the soundtrack when doing this. I'm like, damn, this is actually really good. And like, yeah, the song, like the theme song's good, but like, there's just the the score itself is pretty good. And I it wasn't even nominated, but what the fuck? I didn't even have an Eye of the Tiger in the for- in the fourth one. It was in the third one. But <laughs> anyway, best song of Star is Born one because Barbara Streisand. Gonna Fly Now from Rocky. I as iconic of a song as you can get, to be perfectly honest. Like I get Barbara Streisand, but also Rocky. <laughs> well everyone knows the Rocky song, bro. They they couldn't they couldn't foresee the cultural impact that Rocky would have. Like Frat That's Boys true. still constantly quoted all the time. That was the quote that they used for at our that the someone did at our graduation. The speaker used a Rocky quote. 
Oh, I don't yeah. remember what it was, but... And then didn't he say it like Sylvester Stallone? So like you could you couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> Tried to, but oh, yeah. oof, I think it would have been boy. funnier if he <laughs> he committed <laughs> and no one could and understand. The starts <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Honestly, an incredible song. Like holy shit. The I remember it now. <laughs> Came uh, came a while. The Omen uh, was nominated for a song called Ave Satani. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Cinematography, Bound for Glory one. Uh, Logan's Run and King Kong, the seventies version, were nominated for cinematography. Bound for Glory. <laughs> Dude, literally Rocky wasn't even considered for cinematography. And then it wins director. Which, I mean, if you look at the stat, that, like, rarely ever happens. We got stuff. <laughs> Editing, Rocky wins, because boxing movie. It is a boxing movie, though. It is. I don't yeah. know if you knew that already. It is kind of, yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, Taxi Driver was snubbed for editing, also. A lot of taxi driver snubs. We couldn't see the Sigma, the Sigma, the Sigma. cultural Sigma impact. It they couldn't. No. All the presidents' men wins art direction. Logan's Run is nominated, which is a sci-fi reenacting taxi driver. Taxi who's literally me. Travis Bickle is literally me. Costume design. Fellini's Casanova. International film wins a technical award. That's kind of interesting. The last time that happened was Fanny and Alexander, which was Ingmar Bergman. And then that hasn't happened... Well, no, that did happen later, because Crouching Tiger won four Oscars. Still haven't that watched. Fucking <laughs> Still haven't watched. That movie's so good. Special Achievement Award, VFX, Logan's Run, and King Kong both win. Back to Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger? If you think about it... There's no tiger in the movie. If you, th if you, if you think <laughs> about it, is I remember you saying you were going to watch a bunch of sh Shanghai movies because getting ready for Shang-Chi. Mm -hmm. And you watch Crouching Tiger. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, you really wouldn't have gotten even deeper into films without the MCU. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Just pretend that, that you didn't say that. Think about it. I'm gonna pretend you didn't Just say it. Just think about it. Uh, okay, so Just best sound. <laughs> so best sound. Um, all the presidents men when sound. King Kong, The Star Is Born, Rocky, all nominated. International film. We've brought up a lot of international films. So what the fuck? When you hear. None of those won international film. None of what? Them. Not a single one of them won international film. Based Academy. <laughs> it went to a film from. Oh shit! I gotta look it up. Ohio. <laughs> Netflix documentary when they film people being murdered. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, hold on. Let me look it up. So, the film was from the Ivory Coast that won. 
called Black and White in Color. It's also a part French film. And, like, it's cool that a film from the Ivory Coast won this award. But, I'm going to be honest, it's kind of funny that none of the international films that we talked about got the win. <laughs> Seven Beauties... Just got acting, screenplay, and director. Absolutely snubbed. To be didn't honest. get, didn't get it. Cousin, cousin, the French film. Fellini's Casanova and Face to Face, which were nominated in directing and screenplay, and Fellini's Casanova, which won a technical award, wasn't even nominated. So <laughs> you gotta think. Sometimes the Academy does smoke crack. <laughs> That's very true. They do smoke crack. So, you know. See, they have a rule where the country has to submit the movie for consideration instead of them just picking the movies that they like. So sometimes a country could pick a movie, but like they don't pick the movie that was better. They just pick the movie that they think will get nominated. Which is, like, kind of annoying. Because, like, they're some of the best films of all time, supposedly, from what I hear from film Twitter, because I won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> We've, like, Old Boy wasn't submitted, which was the Park chan But, and, like, so, like, other stuff just wasn't in, because, like, they didn't pick it. Or, like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire in 2019. Yeah. People love it. But they don't submit it because they pick a different movie instead. I've seen some shots from that movie. That film looks so fucking good. But that's why you should go out and explore and do research on other movies that random internet weirdos recommend. Mm -hmm. That's true. Instead Except of the Academy because they'll just recommend slow burn dramas. They'll recommend Rocky. <laughs> they'll recommend Rocky. Why Rocky? <laughs> They'll so, recommend Gladiator. I we'll do that year next year. It's so annoying that Gladiator swept. Not a single soul Rudy across Scott. any of these awards bodies said, you know what? Let's give it to something else. No, they were like, ah yes, Gladiator. The best movie of the year. <laughs> the best white man. The movie. best white movie of the year. So we also talked about Rocky a little bit. That was fun. So, you pitched an idea last week. We make a movie out of our Spotify wrapped. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more like last year. Um, you know, because I don't know if you remember last year, but they, they would have like, um, oh, this is your favorite. Um, th this song would play while you're in a dance battle with your arch nemesis. Or this song will oh, play sure. when you do that. I thought it was going to be like that, but they literally just did your top five. And I'm like, oh. And okay. then some other stuff. Yeah, some other stuff. So I, I did find my top ten. You have to do it on PC to do it. Because they, they actually show your top 100 on there. Because like, they tell you, your top 100 songs and it's like oh okay that's cool but then they just like didn't i mean at this point i might as well just i might as well just freaking do drive reboot drive two, drive harder <laughs> drive harder 
that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) Woman not satisfied in bed. Drive harder. What the fuck? (laughs) Drive harder. Alright. What the fuck? (laughs) Drive harder. Can you... Okay. Can you go back to... Okay, thank you. Just in case we actually... So you're... So there is your... Why am I not surprised that that's your number one? <laughs> I wanted. I like this more. Though. I don't know why. I don't even listen to that that much. See, it's not even in my liked. <laughs> well, clearly you listen to it enough. All right. So, what I, is your top ten? I don't even. I honestly, I don't. You don't love this top ten? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Not even Night Call is that high. What? Why isn't this in my liked? <laughs> Maybe that's my... from another... Whatever. Yeah, right. some of these are kind of like, yeah. That's why I had the idea of just clicking the random button, and we had to deal with it. Oh! We could do that, instead yeah. of just doing the top ten. So I'm just going to pause it right now. Okay. I like your pitch. I'm not surprised by my top ten. I have five Abbasans in my top ten. <laughs> so, uh, no, that sounds about right. Fernando, lay all your love on me, Waterloo, Summer Night City, and SOS. All on my top ten. And I didn't think I listened to that as much yeah. as I did. I feel like it's rigged, to be honest. And honestly... Layla is my favorite song of all time. So I feel weird that it's at number six. <laughs> although although number eight is actually bass, though I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not the Shrek version. I it's like the original the, version. I, like the original. I know, I do too, but I'm saying that it's yeah. not if like if that's why you thought one. it was bass. Yeah. I, I like the original though. Yeah. I I only listen to the original. I don't exactly. listen to the Shrek one. <laughs> the monkeys. The monkeys. <laughs> Uh, Bad Moon Rising and then Mystery of Love are round out my top ten. Because I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and I, yeah. What's I, your top ten? A Real Hero, Summer of 69, Under Your Spell, Heat of the Moment, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, She's Always a Woman. Oh, well, I mean, I'd hope so. <laughs> Lay All Your Love on Me. Can't help falling in love elvis presley although from the blade runner no it, it was this is the one that they chose for me because i can show you my liked it's it's from the elvis playlist okay yeah don't worry time don't after worry. time and then it's still rock and roll okay night not night call in your top 10 no. i thought every all three would be in your top three to be perfectly honest with you although i did find some pretty based songs <laughs> oh no <laughs> What do you uh, mean? Like, I mean, some pretty good songs that sadly I didn't get to put put on my Spotify Wrapped because I found them way too late. How to save a life? That sounds churchy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that sounds churchy. Okay, I, I so now we have Prune. to hit. Okay, so he said we gotta hit random. Yeah, this. yeah. Well, we have to. We have to find like the the. Should we do like three or five? Whatever you want. That's fine. What if we just make it even four, and then we can do two from each? Okay. Two from each playlist? Should we come up with them together or separate? Um, we can come up with them together. Okay, so, yeah, we'll do, like, four. Okay, we'll have the intro song. Uh, we'll definitely have the 
end credits song, and then we'll have something happens in the third act, or no, I don't know how this would work. You I'm just to trying think. to. So, my first song was "Radar Love." My second song, ooh, okay, "Shangri-La" from Elo. My third song is Under My Thumb from the Rolling Stones. And then the last song is Dirty Work by Steely Dan. I don't think that is a bad lineup <laughs> to make a movie out of. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. It is now your turn. To go through. I think since I created the idea, if I don't have a good song, then I have the authority to press. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no! Shuffle no. again. No, because I, well, no, because I have video game stuff for some reason in here. You listen to video game stuff. Then. Okay, if it's composition, then you can skip it. But or if it's like a song that I don't want to use. Well, no, you have to use it. <laughs> that was the whole point. <laughs> you gotta use it. The touch, <laughs> fuck yeah! Let's go, baby. <laughs> the touch, based. I'm just gonna the touch. Okay. Based, baby. All the, right, and the, then we're gonna. Oh, should we just? You just hit next. Yeah, just hit next. Wouldn't it be nice? Okay, from the beach. Yeah, that is yeah. not a bad start. It's kind of funny. All right, all right, all right. Let's skip again. Uh, okay. Do yep. you want to taste it? Wigwam! <gasps> Hell yeah! That is a funny song. <laughs> it is. I I listen to it to remind me of how Kino Peacemaker is. <laughs> Peace. Ain't no mountain high enough. See, if I, okay. I don't have that much of a based one, to be honest. What do you mean? Or well, do I have a based one? What's my based one? Because you have the Rolling Stones. I do have the Rolling <laughs> Stones. I have... Know? Wigwam. <laughs> the Wigwam. <t> <laughs> Wigwam. I have all of these, but one. I only just. Well, actually, actually, never mind. There's only one. That Did I you just... wish you had a drive song? No, no. I just wish that "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" was. No, I. I just wish. Do you want to taste it? Wasn't on here because I only discovered that because of Peacemaker. Okay. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm That's sorry. very true. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. I'm not very diverse in my music. So we have the intro song. We have the second act song, just a random one. We have the third act intro and then the dance party one. Okay, and we have to come up with plots and stuff. Yeah. I'm envisioning something right now. Radar Love, Shangri-La, Under My Under My Thumb and Dirty Work. I'm getting a very weird vibe from this. I'm gonna what if I just made drive two? <laughs> drive <laughs> Drive two. Drive two more base. <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> Drive no. harder. Drive. Oh, no. That's actually probably the name of a movie. <laughs> Drive harder. <laughs> Drive harder. 
Oh, Drive Hard is a movie. Okay. I thought it would have been funny. <laughs> Drive Hard. What the John Cusack, what the fuck? You gotta leave. No, this is... No, no, no. Go, leave, leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the pixels. <laughs> Look at the pixels. Okay. So, the... Are you getting ideas from yours? Oh, me? Um... Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Right. Probably should have did this before. No. Alright, so I am going to start off by... What the fuck? You can't hold up. Oh, I knew that one. Alright, so I'm thinking a good start for mine is gonna be the setting. This feels... Kind of retro e. So what if cabin in the eighties, family get together, opening song to hype people up, maybe sweeping camera movements as they're unloading stuff into this cabin is radar love. Because it's like upbeat, and like i just imagine like a camera is coming in behind a person and it'll like turn around and zoom in and then a guy will walk past the camera and then it'll like go up and you'll see it'll go like over a person who's like walking by right i don't know i just envision sweeping camera movements that are kind of janky but also kind of funny with radar love That's that's what I'm gonna say. My first song. Kind of sounds nuts for an opening. <laughs> I know. Just he's like going around and stuff. All right. So what is your opening song? We'll we'll do we'll do it each like one at a time. We'll do the opening song first. Silence. <laughs> do you need a moment? Should we pause? So I let him redo it. <laughs> Alright, so his new lineup is Waterloo, Time After Time, Safety Dance, and Just a Friend. I'm gonna... I'd want to open with Safety Dance. That is a very fun opening. How, 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 are, how are you gonna open it? What if it's like, um, the main character getting out of bed and just being like us for that opening sequence? But it's like blasting safety. You go down to one, and then he's like brushing his teeth. He's just like he's like going to work. He's like dead inside, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but like going to school. Oh, I he's going to this school. Would be like okay. high school. Okay. And but he's got the he's got the like earbuds one earbud in. Or like oh, so two. it's set in modern day. Well, maybe it won't. But he's he's just got something to listen to music. So he's listening to it, but it brings him no joy. <laughs> he's dead inside. Just do, 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 or it could be like that meme with um. It could be that meme with Jake Gyllenhaal where he's got the headphones on, but he's dancing in public. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's just like, what? No, I think just him being dead inside would be pretty relatable. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Depression, right. yeah. So, okay. Now now I gotta get in the plot ship, because we're skipping most of the first act, because the second song is in the second act. So I gotta do plot shit now. So, 80s family cabin. Okay, so, I'm imagining 
like like the big chill but like not the big chill <laughs> so like family shows up all's good the main character will be literally me so yeah, <laughs> it will be literally me yeah. so like he walk he he walks around he doesn't stick to his family much maybe he's like on the beach just chilling listening to music or he's like in the pool there's like kids just like swimming away from him because he's just like standing <laughs> they, in the pool and <laughs> just listening to music. Maybe he's got like a walk. He has to have a Walkman for C80. So he's like holding his Walkman up in the air as he's listening to it so he doesn't get wet. Um, so basically, the movie will be God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> With, with, with Abba. <laughs> with, uh, I don't have an Abba song, though. Oh, yeah, you don't. This is bullshit. <laughs> favorite band. Not even my favorite songs. Honey. This is bullshit. Okay, so basically, it's about a dad and a son connecting over this trip to a cabin with their family. And that will be the... the I feel like a slower pace, more like drama-y... Like a call me by your name, sort of, but not with the gay stuff. Because, <laughs> like, that would be weird if Peach. it was between a dad and a son. Peach. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Radar Love, that's how you open it, which feels weird for an opening about a movie that's going to be pretty slow. So I'm thinking the second act will have Shangri-La. As the song, because that is a slower, more heavy song, because that's about facing death and awaiting your death and accepting that it's gonna happen before you're ascended into fucking heaven. So <laughs> I feel like that'd be a pretty good, sad way to have a fun song <laughs> in 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 the in the soundtrack. So maybe during this point in the second act, they had an argument. And he just, like, runs away. I don't want him to be suicidal. That's, like, too dark. But, like, he maybe, like, there's, like, woods nearby. Or he runs to, like, a, he runs to the other side of the lake. No, no, he swims to the other side. And it's at night. <gasps> oh, my God. Imagine a shot. He's, like, swimming. It's, like, camera level at his eyes. You see him parting it. And there's, like, the moon behind him with like stars and shit oh my god that'd be so cool so he's just like swimming his way to the other side of the lake and he's just gonna like stay there and shangri-la plays during this like montage of his dad being like where the fuck is he and he's like looking for him and we'll see that he didn't make it across the river and he started drowning but he's in the middle of a goddamn lake and, and he, I'm going to leave it there so you can hop into and yours. And he dies. <laughs> you can hop into yours. And he, and he dies right at... He dies right there. Are you thinking it's going to be Waterloo? <laughs> no. That's got to be the dance party that song. That is the dance party. Waterloo is the end, yeah. yeah. Um... I think I'm gonna have. I think I'm gonna have just a friend. Because I picture it like a good karaoke song. Okay. Like, I feel like this is a song that you would. Like, I know it's a rap song, right? Mm -hmm. 
But, like, I love singing it because it's off-key. You know, like, <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs> so I think I would want to do that with a group of friends this time. Oh, sure. So I think having the movie focused on friendship. Oh, friendship. Because it's magical. A high school movie based on friendship. That's never been done before. It's never been done before. <laughs> Brand new Super territory. unique and interesting. <laughs> Untapped territory here. What if it's not high school? Uh, yeah, I change it. It's not high school. It's adult friendship now. <gasps> hey, look at that. It's adult like friendship that. now. Early 20s? Or are we talking like 30s? Oh, damn. I think it would be a pretty like sweet if it was like in the 30s. Like in their 30s. Okay. Cause, like, so like an American Pie reunion sort of thing? Yeah, they like they go to the bar and they sing Just a Friend. Or they're Off in a key. car <laughs> Off singing key. Just a Friend. <laughs> Off key. Yeah, I think... Does this have plot significance? Or is this just, just for fun? No, I think I, I think I would. I think the the main character should be suffering from what any adult would. And literally that is, me syndrome. <laughs> that is a literally me stuff, which usually the literally me stuff suffers from woman and being <laughs> suffers from women <laughs> and, and and being lonely. And I guess so. If he's lonely because he listens to safety dance and doesn't have any reaction. And then sings with this friend. So maybe he's divorced or something. I don't know. Or lost his girlfriend. Oh, she broke up with him. Damn. Because he's too literally me. <laughs> because he's too literally me. He's too... Yeah. Anti-woman. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I think he's depressed, but then this just shows that he's... he's Friendship with is his, all you Being need. with his friends is what brings him happiness. Friendship. <laughs> and... Yeah, he doesn't realize that yet. Okay. But the audience can clearly see that he is happier with his friends. It's yeah. very much so just a movie of guys having fun. Bro time. Bromance. <laughs> or maybe they're not... Maybe they're all in relationships but him. They're married, they have young kids, but he doesn't have anyone. So he feels left out. But he doesn't realize that all he come to second friends. act plot convenient argument where he brings it up and then he leaves the group and then they come together in the third act and, and realizing friendship is all you need. friendship <laughs> is a magic Ooh, hell yeah all right uh right we're in the segue to the third act song yes yes yeah. so we're talking the beginning of the third act yeah you know like what they play in like um uh like before the final fight or something. America. Um, what what they you heard the montage song in um, Team America, you know. No, the the song that segues into the third act is all about making fun of songs or, you know, segueing to the third act. <laughs> Hell yeah! So we're just gonna do that. Yeah, kind of without like, parody. Of, without parody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much following a trope. Yeah. All right. Nice. Where they play nice. a sad, somber song as okay. everything fell apart from the main character. Fuck yeah. So I don't know if I want this kid to die, if I want him to live. <laughs> I feel like it'd be too dark if he died, because there are the, the next two songs. Well, under under my thumb, isn't that happy, but Dirty Work is a pretty fun song to sing. So like that'd be weird. 
Tarot. Alright, he won't die. Someone, there's a guy fishing that's heading back to his cabin that finds him. And basically saves his life and they go to the hospital. And the rest of the movie is there. Very slow burn, Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Under My Thumb is kind of a weird song because that's about a dude basically having control over a woman. And that feels really weird to have in this context. So we'll maybe use it. Cut transition into the third act. Oh, fuck. I want Dirty Work to be my dance party song. <laughs> so that's literally my only option. Um. Okay, so maybe Under My Thumb will play when he, the boy, starts to realize what his father is doing for him. So, like, it under his thumb is his, like, depression. Like, he's putting it under his thumb. He's taking control of it. Starting at the beginning of the third act. He's turning his life around. Yeah. Because of under my thumb. Yeah. Under, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's time for me to take control. Wait, so he's suffering from woman problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's the women that are the problem. Women. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how my movie is. He blames it on women. women. He's in so. Is he? <laughs> no, mine's not about anti-women. <laughs> but... So anti men <laughs> It's anti-everything. Nihilism. <laughs> Nihilism is the only answer to life. <laughs> oh, no. Screw, stu, screw stoicism and... and, and, and Straight to and, nihilism. And, and anything. Just fucking nihilism. Nothing Straight. deserves to live. Straight to nihilism. Life fucking sucks. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. We deserve nothing. <laughs> All right. Now you gotta do... You gotta pick between Waterloo and Time After Time. Well, if you're if Waterloo is your dance party, so. I'm doing Time After Time. Okay. Because I how's that play? Well, because I remember that played in um, Napoleon Dynamite when he's alone too at the prom. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he had dances with the lady. But I would just want to keep the alone thing. Maybe he sees his friends hanging out without him. And he realizes he has to go in. Okay. Is that when he gets mad at them? Or did he no, already this get is mad when at he, them? No, he already got mad at them. This is when he comes back to them. Or in the middle of the song. Because... Yeah. Because it's time after time. You're saying you're going to be fine. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think they sh they already come to terms with what they do in the third act, and that or like he's apologizing for being an asshole, and he only needs them because he realizes he's actually that's kind of a bad message, but he only needs friendship. He only needs. I was gonna say he's. He requires them to not be lonely. That'd be kind of a... Imagine Waterloo playing. It's his dance party number. But the real meaning of the song is that he accepts you'll never find love. And that all he needs is friendship to keep going in life. That feels really weird. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Like, to me, that's funny. Because that's like... That's like ironic. in, In a really funny way. 
Like, it's ironic that he's dancing about having this friendship, but he's dancing with the fact that he's accepting that he's not going to find love. <laughs> he's just willing to be alone. At the end. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they get into the costumes the 70s costumes <laughs> they're dressed up in the fucking like the white and the orange like the like the music video <gasps> they recreate the music video or they could just dress up as napoleon like the song is about napoleon but they make a love song about the battle of waterloo Yes. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So my dance party song is Dirty Work. So basically, he decides to listen to the radio for once. Right? They're coming home from the hospital. They're, they have all the stuff in the back, and they're driving to the... Ca they're driving back home from the cabin. And he decides to just take his... So there would probably be like a bunch of songs throughout the movie, but these four might just have significance yeah. to the plot. So he decides to take it off and to just listen to like the nature in like his family. And then he decides to turn on the radio and this song plays. And they both like Steely Dan, but they didn't know it. Because he does he didn't engage with his father, so he didn't know that he liked this song. So they sing it together as like a bonding thing. And then it would end there and the credits start they bond yeah it's very slow burn most people probably would be bored out of their fucking minds during this movie until the end when they sing along that's true <laughs> then they start crying no I don't know if that would happen <sighs> maybe I'm just gonna bullshit my ending I kinda have shit I was hoping for some like retro shit so I can make like a 80's cocaine Miami rush Movie, movie. Well, too bad. Well, nope. <laughs> too bad. I have to deal with Waterloo. <laughs> that song's a bop. I don't know what you're I, talking I, about. I know it is, and it's a good ending. But like, how are you gonna combat <laughs> what I brought up? Waterloo. Will he find love at the end? Maybe he finds in shoehorned love because he he goes out of his way to actually talk to someone. But he had a, he had a girlfriend. What? No, I got rid of the girlfriend thing. He's he's oh he's, he's never lonely. had a girlfriend. He's never ever. had a girlfriend. He's and that's why he complains. And long. He's never had he's a like, girlfriend. Why won't a woman talk to me? And then he realizes he's wrong, and he goes out. His and now he has like, to be creepy towards go, women. Just go talk to her, man. <laughs> you have to be and creepy towards he, women. He says, "Hey," and I don't know some cheesy one-liner that's really awful, but <laughs> it somehow. Makes her attract to him because it's awful. Because I don't understand. She makes women. fun of the fact that it's awful, <laughs> and that's why she's attracted to him. Because she also is lonely. Yeah. And then know. we get a <laughs> sequel where it follows her, and then we start a cinematic <laughs> on lonely thirty-year-old virgins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very nice. And then all of a sudden they just break out dancing. Because why not? Because Waterloo starts playing. And who won't break out <laughs> dancing during Waterloo? <laughs> Alright, then that was... That was... Or there's a gunfight. What the fuck? <laughs> Waterloo plays in the background. What? Like... <laughs> Where did this come from? 
Um, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse breaks out. It turns okay, out, what the fuck? <laughs> it turns out they were in a contained... Uh, they were quarantined, and the wall broke. And the I like the <laughs> ...are what bursting the through the walls, and they're like the World War Z zombies, and there was like fucking helicopters. And got like the shotgun. Imagine... <laughs> there's... <laughs> Five minutes left of the movie. A zombie shows up, and then fucking explosions start happening. And then they're singing to Waterloo as the fucking end of the world is happening. But there's zero reason to clue you into the fact that this was happening. Things just happen, man. <laughs> so the zombie apocalypse. That's the theme. Just happens. Last five minutes. That's that's the theme. You don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to when do? they've gone through the most <laughs> traumatic experience of their life? It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Maybe his friends all get fucking eaten alive by zombies, <laughs> and he's just like, "It is what it, it is." is. <laughs> he reverts <laughs> back to his. <laughs> he forgets his message. <laughs> The last line in the movie is, why won't she talk to me? She fucking... She she gets murdered. Oh my god. And then she said, why won't she talk to me? Laugh track plays. And then Looney Tunes zoom in of his face where he does this. And then it fucking cuts to credits. Just as your fucking bomb drop. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> no, but he was like, <laughs> you literally see him get eviscerated. Blood splatters on the screen. <laughs> and then it just cuts to black really quickly. <laughs> so, like, like right when it cuts to black, you see his eyes, like, popping out of his skull. But it's, like, for a split set. It's, like, for, like, a couple of frames. And you see his, like, flesh coming off of him this way. <laughs> like, if you stopped and you saw that, you'd be horrified. But it cuts so quickly that you couldn't actually see it. It would just be a freeze frame. Oh, I thought it would this be... This flesh... Peeling, but then it moves over to all the other, like a slideshow, <gasps> sweeping camera shot through the credits of everyone else getting melted alive. Yeah, and zombies for some ripping reason people to shreds. For some reason, <laughs> this got really fucking weird. <laughs> what? It's like that one drama where at the end they find out they're in the twin towers the day nine eleven happened. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not joking. There's a drama yeah. with Robert Pattinson that has nothing to do with 9-11. And the last shot of the movie pans out to find out that it's 9-11 and they're in the Twin Towers. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that shot because I see it. And I see it all the time. Like It's just him looking out of the window yeah. and just... It fades out in the... In the it's 9-11. But the movie has zero reason for that. It just ends on 9-11 for some reason. That's what this is. The movie has nothing to do with zombies. The
Anyway, very funny. <laughs> very funny. Um, all right. We should probably get into the review segment. Do we have a bunch of reviews? I only have like one. Yeah, I have three. You have three? Okay. I'll go over my two real quick. Okay. Um, yeah. I've, I finished Andor. It has a literally me character. Me? Yeah. Okay. He is. He, um, I don't remember his name, sorry. But he, uh, he, uh, wants to, because Andor kills two workers, and he's, like, the security guy in charge of security. And everyone's like, no, you shouldn't try and figure out who did it, because it's probably nothing. And he's like, no, I'm going to go do the right thing and find the peep, the person who murdered these two guys. And so he does. But it turns out to be a shit show, and he uncovers a rebel cell, or, which is kind of cool. But he's also, like, um, when the Empire comes in, they're like, yeah, you're fired. Bye. Because he caused a shit show. And it's funny seeing his life just go to shit. Because he's always bitching. <laughs> and then he, uh, he stalks the main bad lady. And he has a really awkward confrontation with her. And he's like, why won't you be with me? She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's... But they get together at the end, and it's like forced romance. Nice. But it's supposed to be forced. Oh, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be like this weird, icky, gross, rom forced romance. Is <sighs> it Stalin Skarsgård? No. Is no. it Andy Serkis? Is it no. Andor? Oh, Andy Serkis was Kino, though. Like, literally, He's... his name was Kino. <laughs> <laughs> he, so Andor, in, Andor does something interesting where it's, it takes Star Wars, which is, you know, about hope, and it's like, what if, instead of we follow the main characters who lead, um, who lead these groups, we follow a guy who inspires leaders. And I think it's interesting to see Andor inspire Andy Serkis to fucking uh, start a prison riot. That's in the middle of the ocean. And the floor, if it turns on, um, kills everyone instantly. But Nice. Yeah. I think it's done things that Star Wars has tried to done before, but has failed. Tried to do. Tried to do before, Not but <laughs> failed miserably. Tried to tried to do more? No. Specifically Rebels. the prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah, then that's right. Um Yeah. Establish the gray area. Over to nine. This is the yeah, establish the gray area too, because they they do not do good things. Let's just... I'm just gonna say The rebels that. don't do good things? No, because... That's not, not my whole, Star Wars! The whole point is that not all... The Well, alliances don't start on a good... Like, literally, Mon Mothma, who had, like, five minutes of screen time in Return of the Jedi, and people love her for some reason, finally had something to her character. And, like, no joke, this is, like, the first Star Wars thing where, I, where I'm actually excited to just listen to people talk. It's kind of like Loki. Mm -hmm. It's it's Star Wars Loki. Where it's like, hey, I'm glad people are talking right now. It's kind of refreshing. Remember the final episode of Loki where the, the, there's no action? And instead of fighting Kang, they just talk for 40 minutes? Yeah. And people got pissed? I'm like, why? Like, no, literally that's Andor, the main character we follow. He doesn't really fight. He just talks. 
and it's and just people like people are mad. It's like it's like new and actually because all the fighting happens outside. He's not involved. He inspires people to fight, but he doesn't actually do the fighting that much. Imagine getting Tony Gilroy, the absolute goat, to do this. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, good. glad they actually got someone who cares. Yeah, and he has directed. He's a. Ooh, ooh, what the fuck? What the hell? He's done some stuff. Let's see here. He did the Born series, except the last one. He did Michael Clayton, where he got like three Oscar nominations for it. <coughs> He did Armageddon, which is kind of funny. Which <laughs> is kind of funny. Well, a lot of people were attached to Armageddon. Yeah. He did Dolores Claiborne, which is adapting a Stephen King thing. Duplicity. Well, that's another drama. Hey, look at that with Clive Owen, isn't it? <laughs> that was an awful Australian accent. Anywho, Clive, Clive, Clive Owen in it. <laughs> Anywho. Kino? Yeah, best thing on Disney+. Plus. Damn easily by far like it's not even a competition scarzard plays one of the best star wars characters we've had since the original trilogy don't at me damn this show is <laughs> the show is one of the best things since the original trilogy wow i mean that's probably saying a lot i don't know i don't watch i mean this including uh for movies and shows yeah not it's not really saying much um, anyways, yeah, 9 out of 10. I, I thought I didn't really have any problems with it, maybe besides the pacing was off on the first couple episodes, but it picked up after a while. Anyways, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't surprised, but Pentiment is my new game of the year. No. I li- you posted your review on Instagram, and I literally just messaged, called it. <laughs> like, I... I didn't see it until today where I just replied sex. Sex. <laughs> no, and then, yeah, look, I, the moment you brought up the nun stuff, I'm like, okay, you really like this. This is going to be your favorite game. And then the next couple of days you message me about it, I'm like, okay, no, no this solidifies it more. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's going to be bad when I eventually play it. Probably this week, but I kind of just assumed. It would. It's because it's your simp for the writer. Well, not just that. Well, the game direct. Not just the <laughs> game director. It's just like it does what it's. It's all about the small details, you know. Like so, like there's like the writing style. Like so, the dialogue is like handwritten. Mm-hmm. Like it's like written as it's being said, you know. But like. Um, the font or how it's written depends on who you're talking to. Like, the uh, priest will have a different font. It'll be nicer. Sometimes it'll erase, actually, in the middle of, like, once when it's written, it'll, like, erase. And then if they make, like, a grammar error or they spell something wrong, it'll erase. But the amount of errors in that dialogue bubble will vary from the education of that person. So, like, a peasant, you'll see a lot more... Uh, grammar errors or spelling mistakes and the writing is a bit more sloppy well then you know the priests they're a bit more uh so fancy yeah and the noblemen are it's it's, you could just tell they actually practice writing and it's and also you can some people's like 
uh, speech bubbles, the fonts change, like, depending on things. Like, the main character might... Like, there's a nobleman you meet in the first act, like, right at the beginning. Like, it starts off, like, as the regular nobleman dialogue, where it's just the... the, the uh, I'm well-educated, but then it changes to his dialogue, how his dialogue is written, because it's like, oh, he's not just some rich guy, he's also well-educated, and he's uh, interested in art like I am. And there's, you know, like, those small details, I think, take it uh, uh, pretty far. It's very well, it's, it's very much so a visual narrative game it relies more on visuals than the others like sometimes you eat with people too and you can tell how rich someone is based on how much food they have or what kind of food they have at the table like of course a rich person is going to have wine and desserts and then the poor person is going to have like uh porridge and like one slice of bread you know that that kind of stuff and all you do is just talk to people the entire game. That's fine. And the dialogue is actually... You have to pay attention. You have to know what things mean. It's a detective mystery. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. Um, so if you don't know what a word means, there's act, you can zoom out, and there's an um, in-game dictionary. You can just hover over a word. Like, oh, I don't know what this town is. Could you give me some history on what that town is exactly? Which I think is a kind of neat thing in case you forget what what Prague is, Prague, Prague is, mm -hmm. yeah, or something like that. And also, uh, of course, you can piss people off through dialogue. Um, that also in fact uh, impacts the speech checks because if you piss someone off too much, you're not going to be able to, you know, talk your way out of a problem or talk them into giving you information. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they also have perks for talking too. Like I was a, uh, uh, I studied Greek philosophy, and um, Roman law, and what I thought was funny was if you use those perks out of context or like it doesn't really fit for what you're for what you're talking about, they're sort of like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Because, like, the law one, like, you're like, well, actually, he deserves a, f a fair trial. And it's like, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> They're like, you're fucking smartass, dude. <laughs> like, I think that's that's funny because you actually have to be smart with... You can't just, like, spam the, the speech, the special talky-talky uh, points every single time you, you talk. Uh, you know? Mm. Yeah. No, like you can't like in Fallout New Vegas you can't just spam the speech and you can out talk someone every time you know you actually have to be smart about when you use it because if you don't it's gonna and you know and I think the fact that it uses history to tell us about history and like how important it is is interesting because it's in the title Pentiment uh, is Italian for, it, well, it's short for, or it's longer for pentimento, which refers to an artist painting over a painting, which is like history, how like, you know, we use bricks from the past to 
build something else or reuse it for something. That's sort of what it's focused on because it's not just about a murder mystery. It's about the town's history in general that you slowly uncover over time that is connected to the murder. I thought the guy who did it was kind of predictable, but... You know, maybe I'm just smart when it comes to that. But I don't really think it was more about that. It was more about the mystery of the town. And, yeah. There is more than one person you accuse. Yeah, there's more than one. One. Oh. One, one. One. There's more than one person. And I think the way they implement that is interesting, too. And it seems like it's highly replayable because of that decision. So... Yeah, I think I'll actually go back to it again and see what I missed. Because I feel like I missed out a lot on... Uh, uh, I missed out on a lot because it's also time-focused. You can't just do all the side quests. Well, there's not side quests. You can't just investigate everyone. You, so there's not side quests? There's... No. No. It's more of like... Because it's like you have the main, but then you have these side objectives to investigate everyone else to see who you think it is. Because, like, you could investigate, like, two people fully, but you could miss out on investigating everyone else. You know? Because mm. it's time. So, you kind of have to just, like, throw it out there and just kind of have to... You know, I'm just going to have to go with my gut. I think more of the evidence goes against this guy. Mm -hmm. So, you're telling me it's a girl? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you it's a girl. You're baiting me. <laughs> I'm telling you it's a well, girl. What if you're telling me because it's a girl? Because it's actually a guy. What if it's a girl guy? What if it's a god? Switch. <laughs> what if it's a god? I'd they hop back and forth when need be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is medieval times. Those Greeks, they were into femboys, in case hmm. you didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. They liked... <laughs> actually though I know, I know yeah, I know it's so I funny <laughs> the most masculine people in history <laughs> were fucking gay <laughs> just imagine oh. that imagine that <laughs> yeah I give Pentiment a 10 out of 10 it's not a very easy game to recommend because it's probably not for everyone I am not the target audience for this game I like slow burn but not 18 hour long slow burn <laughs> I think it went by pretty quick, but I was very much enthralled in the story, so that's probably why it went quick. But I'd say if more if you're a history person, because history was like the only, or like the social or slash history classes were the only classes I'd look forward to in high school. Huh. So, and they also had based teachers. Yeah, because we like had some based of them actually out. said the N word. And then we were like, whoa, what the fuck? And then the principal did nothing about it. They just let him. They, they we lived in a rural high school. This was kind of fucked. Just saying. Literally just trying to find a way to way say, to it. say yeah. it. Yeah. Just for the sake of it. 10 out of 10. It's not being nominated at the Game Awards because they're, uh, they're, they're too early. And even if it was, I don't think it would get the recognition because I saw the player's voice thing. Yeah. It was it, <laughs> when there were thirty. It was in like the bottom ten. So. I literally after I voted and then I saw the things. I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't think I'm going to vote for this anymore. Vote for what? The player voice. Oh, yeah, I'm like... Well, they only have 30, and they're leaving stuff out. Mm. And they're including games that are like 10 years old. So. Yeah, that's exactly why. <sighs> oh, that's fair. Jeff Key. at least we'll have, hopefully, decent the announcements. Funny Jeff and the Jeff Keighley. I wonder what shoes he's going to wear. That's true. I hope it's more purple ones. <laughs> purple shoes. Big dad shoes. Purple dad shoes. <laughs> I know. There was one year where he had the suit and then he just had dad tennis <laughs> sneakers. <laughs> tennis shoes. Just dad sneakers. He walked out on stage. They were white. Dude, he was dripping. That and he year. introduced us to the Muppets. Oh, the cringe. I can't wait. They're actually having another Muppet back. I don't know what his obsession with Muppets know. is, but he has to stop. I want more Muppets. He has I want to more stop. cringe. Jeff Keighley. <laughs> this has to end, Jeff. Quit with the Muppets. Man. Throw it in the fire. Destroy it. <laughs> no. You ready for the meat? Mm -hmm. I is this the this meat? The meat. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I consider this the meat. This is the meat. Okay. You want to start? Yeah, I beat it first. Yeah, you did. I put more time into it, too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's God of War Ragnarok boys and girls i thought it was okay people <laughs> gave it a nine <laughs> 9.5 actually oh, wow. wow yeah 9.5 very specific actually. see i think this might be my first 10 in a very long time and i did some side stuff early on but i just got so hooked on the story that i just wanted to do more of it by the end I might do side stuff, but I just, I was so hooked to being like, oh my god, let's just do this, let's do this. Yeah. And then I just like went through the story. Just just to keep it short, I felt like a lot of the side stuff, that's why I dropped it down, was sort of poorly designed, in a like level design wise. There's a specific part in Vanaheim where you, it, it unlocks this whole new section with a dragon and I literally had no idea where to go. I was lost for at least an hour, and I'm just like, yep, I'm, I I tried to look up guides on where exactly to go because I wanted to do this one thing. Oh yeah, it was a quest to go fight the dragon. Yeah, I was trying to get to the dragon's lair, and there was like a 20 minute video on how to do it. And I'm like, nope, fuck this. I'm just gonna continue the story. I literally have like three missions left anyways. So I didn't look up any of the missions because I didn't want it. To look up search terms that could theoretically yeah, give me stuff to spoil it. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't look up anything. I didn't. If I was stuck, then I guess I'd have to find a way out because I'm not looking up a guide. So yeah. I I. The only point I was stuck was that point where I'm like, yeah, I gotta fucking. I'm gonna look this up because I don't know where to go. Yeah. I. Because I see th lost. this is was. A, a, when I heard, like, in the in the interviews that they did before the game released, and, like, the writers were talking about, like, they, they talked to Corey Barlog, who did God of War 2018. They were like, should we do three? Should we do a trilogy? Or are we doing a duology? And then he said, let's do it in two. I can just imagine the writers' hearts sinking. Like, how the fuck are we going to do this in two? <laughs> how, how are we going to go from very little going on 
in the first one because of the simple story to Ragnarok at this in the second one. Well, they would have to tackle Fimble Winter and then Ragnarok, and mm-hmm. then there's not much they do, or they're so like they just the, sort of just. The, I think the odds were against them, and I think they completely hit a home run here. I I fucking loved it, dude. I so yeah. I can't. I I don't have really many issues with it like a lot of the 10 out of 10 games that i give 10 out of 10 i have issues with and to be fair there's like one and that's like some of the enemy like especially at the end like when you invade asgard and you have to go through like the different waves of enemies and like there's the guy on the fucking bull horse thing that just spams the ram move. And then you also have the guys hitting you with Bifrost. And then Freya does fucking nothing to help you. Like that, there were, there were some points where I was like, are, are you fucking kidding? Go, do something. I got, I got pissed. But for the most part, outside of some spammy enemies, I don't have a lot of issues. Because like you're on the topic of the third act, I saw a lot of people comparing Mass Effect 3 to the ending because I guess Mass Effect 3 didn't have any build-up to the climax. That's not why people hated it. They hate it because their choices didn't matter. But the point is, they felt like the ending was a bit rushed. But I feel like that's also the point, because they had to just go with the plan, because they didn't even want to do Ragnarok in the first place. The- and... Oh, I thought you were talking about the writers for a second. Oh, like, we, didn't, we didn't want to do Ragnarok this early. <laughs> well, that that too, but yeah, they, they didn't, you know, Kratos didn't want Ragnarok to happen. No one did, because, you know, Kratos that, would die. Rip. Yeah, rip. No, so. I'm so glad he didn't die. You know, I, yeah. I, I saw it coming, yeah. though. Like, you don't say someone's going to die and then kill him. Yeah. You know what happens? You say... You give a monologue where he tells his personal backstory, and then he dies, <laughs> right? That's what Odin did. He talked about his personal backstory and his goals and dreams, and then fucking died. Well, he talked about it a little, and I thought it was interesting when he was talking to... Uh, Atreus, Atreus or Loki, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, he was talking to Atreus, and he's like, I want to know what's after. Where do gods go when they die? I thought that was interesting. Sure. Like, I think that's good enough motives to understand, want to understand everything. Like, he's scared of... Yeah, because he's getting old, right? Yeah. He spent hundreds of years searching for this thing, and then Atreus shows up and finds it immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh... It feels... Like, the one thing that also I, f- I find weird is that Tyr was used as bait in that one mission to kill Brock... And then you don't actually know where the real him is. He just fucking disappeared. And I was like, wait, where the fuck did he go? I looked it up. He's in Niflheim, where all the ravens are. If you collect all the ravens, it leads you to a cell. And that's where Tyr is. Owen fucking kidnapped him. So he could impersonate him. So he could get the jump on him on that mission. Where do they get back? Well, I knew he was impersonating the whole time. I had no idea he was in Niflheim, though. The real tier? Yeah. You have to collect all the ravens. Yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) 
That's how yeah. you find him. Huh. Because I, I just assumed that he was him the whole time. Because we don't see him again after that. See, I was actually spoiled. That. That was the thing the I was spoiled. Death? Yeah, the Brock death. Damn. Which was kind of... So I didn't really have a reaction to it. Because I'm like, oh. Which sucks. Yeah, I fucking dude. hate the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, Sindri went from nice guy to fucking villain with red eyes. Like, really quickly. And then you go to Brock's funeral, and it's all happy, and he gets the Valhalla treatment where they shoot the fire arrow on his boat or whatever. And then Kratos tries to comfort him, and he doesn't say anything. And he just, like, disappears. And he's just, like, a grunty, vengeful bastard. <laughs> Like, you get why. Like, he literally takes Odin's spirit marble and just crushes it. Like, Jesus. Also, the Ragnarok fight was fucking awesome. <laughs> Where, like, he gives the speech and they go through and you just see the elves going... And it's like fucking World War. <laughs> and then there's like... And then you have the fun. Oh, you have the world serpent fighting Thor in the background. That was awesome! <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but that's not the real... That's not the present... Uh, your that's not the your so I don't know if you knew this but um that Jormungandr is the giant that they were on that the that's the giant snake that was growing on Elfheim no not Elfheim the um what's the giant planets what's the giant realm oh um 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 um, um. Svartalheim no that's where the dwarves are. yeah that's where the dwarves are. Alfheim? No, that's the elves. Fuck, I'm trying to think. There's too many. <laughs> Giants realm. Giant Norse. realm. Norse. Giants realm. Uh, oh, Jotunheim. That's it. Because that yeah. snake that he puts the giant's into. soul or whatever into. Yeah. That's your. That's the Jormungandr that's at the battle. But then Thor knocks oh, it out of. Thor punches it out of time to the, to the past. What the fuck? Why? Why would they include this? <laughs> I don't know. That's it's so just a it's just a weird detail that I saw pointed out in the end. I'm like, what? He punched. So that's not the world serpent. That's the snake. That no, grew. that that is the yeah. Jormungandr is the serpent that keeps growing. So Thor punched Jormungandr to the beginning of Norse mythology so he could grow to show up to that fight to get punched back. No, that that snake that they put that soul into to yeah. resurrect is Jormungandr, but he gets punched back in time? I think we're talking about two different snakes. Because the, the world serpent, I thought, was different than the snake no, that kept the, growing. Yeah, they're the same snake. What? Yeah, Jormungandr is that snake. How? I don't know. <laughs> Thor punches him back in time or something. So, Loki, who had already met the world serpent, put a th thing into the snake to grow to become. Not to the become, world but he put the giant soul into it, so now the snake is a giant. What the fuck? Are they two separate snakes? No, they're the same snake. How? I don't know. I just know one's that they're white, the same one's snake. orange. <laughs> no, they're the same snake because he grows old. 
Because he sends him back to the beginning of Norse mythology. And then he and then he keeps growing to become the world serpent. Yeah. I don't know what happens to the present Jormungandr, but... No, that is the present Jormungandr. Yeah, but I don't... It's a loop. Apparently someone said that in the original game, in 2018, they hear the horn of Jormungandr. Yeah. And I didn't know... I thought it was just Baldur or something. But apparently people thought it was the horn that started Ragnarok before they killed Baldur. So people thought time travel was going to be involved. And I'm glad it wasn't. Because that sounds complicated and really messy. It's <laughs> a small side thing. That they... I don't know. Just a weird detail they decided to include for some reason. That's so... I don't know. The story made me cry. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Dude, Kratos saying, like, Loki will leave Atreus remains. Like, oh, it's so good. And then he goes to the other side and he finds out that he will be praised as a god. Not because of the because f- they fear him like Odin, but because they respect him. And he that. starts fucking crying. Because yeah. he thought he'd never be respected. Because he was called a monster for like nearly his entire life and and then he gets res- he gets respected and he's he he has a family and this, stuff this game is the first uh canonical time kratos smiles yeah and cries <laughs> and cries well, he, yeah he yells he a yells, lot but i don't yeah. think he cries i i it got me too when he was when all the people were you know being used and he's like uh no atreus open your heart Oh, yeah, he's like, close it, close it. It's like, no, I was wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Like, just, I fucking love the ending. Just what they did with Kratos in general, I thought was, you really couldn't, if you actually complain about it because he's not, not masculine now, you're actually bullshitting because Kratos is actually the man that we should all aspire to be. He is literally... <laughs> he is literally what we should be. He's literally what we should be. Yeah. We should better ourselves to be like Kratos. Because, like Donkey said, it's about parents and children. Yeah. I Someone brought up that, like, Sif kind of 180'd on Atreus. How she basically sent Thor to fucking murder him. Once he got the mask put together. But he also... She also, like, respects him. When Ragnarok is happening and stuff. And so people are like, well, why would that happen? Well, because they find out that Owen's a piece of shit. And she already knew Owen was a piece of shit. But because Owen was there, she basically had to tell Thor, kill him. Because it's his fault, but she knew it was Owen's fault. So she did it more as like a ploy to get him off his back, her back. Sort of. Also, Odin killing Thor was so fucked. <laughs> Just Thor like, I did general. not expect that. I didn't expect Thor to be actually a character with depth, to be honest. You just thought he'd be a punching bag? Yeah, like, just a reoccurring punching bag. I'm glad he wasn't, though. But I'm glad he, he wasn't. He's like, hey. I... He's literally Kratos, though. Yeah. He's... Because Kratos is being used in the original games, and he finally stands up to that. And beats the shit out of him. And Thor is exactly that. He is pushed around by his dad and is told what to do. Just like Kratos was. And when he finally gets told not to do it, he does it. 
even though he doesn't get what Kratos got, he dies anyways. Rip. Rip Thor. Yeah. The drunk bastard. I know. <laughs> Dude, this game... There's a lot of game there. The combat's excellent. The spear was a nice addition to be honest. I did not see that ha Like, I did not expect to get a third weapon. Like, at all. I was shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay, that's the spear sucks. <laughs> I did not like the spear much. I just stuck with the other two. The spear is useful in... The home Heimdall fight. I understand. Well, not just in the Heimdall fight, but... Because there was... I... There was the boss I was talking about. The dragon? Oh, is it like really necessary for that one? No, it's like... No, it like because the that weapon like like staggers them. The dragon. For, no, it staggers the the dude you fight, whereas the other weapons don't. So I feel like there's something that I'm missing with the spear, or that we're missing, because that the Heimdall fight was fucking but. awesome. We're like, you, I love cocky bastards that get what they deserve, right? But like to see Kratos be like, I won't oh, kill you, because he's trying to avoid fate. He wants to avoid Ragnarok so he doesn't kill him, but Heimdall forces him to. And then he realizes Ragnarok has to happen, despite what he wanted. I remember telling my dad the fight, too. I was like, dude, it was so fucking awesome, dude. He's fucking slamming his face against the floor. Oh, yeah, that was so <laughs> aggressive. And, like, chokes him out. And he calls him a monster. And, like, he, he starts thinking he is, right? Because, like, he's like, you know, Odin... Tells Atreus, like, your dad won't get respect or whatever. Like, what god would get respect? You know, like, you won't be remembered for anything. But then he he was. Straight up, Kratos is, like, so fucking good in this game. And it, when they eventually do one, in, like, ten years after they've had, like, their sci-fi game or whatever the fuck, and Santa Monica is, like, chilling... And Sony bursts into the studio doors like, listen, bitch, we need a new God of War. And they're like, oh, fuck, okay, time to make a new one. I think they should do Atreus only. I think Kratos had his 20-year yeah. redemption arc. I think it's time to That's... let that character settle in where he is. Because I don't think he should move. Because he, he's respected there. He's the last remaining god, basically. Outside of, I guess, Tyr. And also, I guess, we don't know if the World Serpent died or not. And Freya. And Freya. Is she a god? I thought she was just a person with magic powers. <laughs> no, she's a god too, yeah. Okay, her brother so... and her are gods, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I have, like, no complaints. Like, there's some weird stuff that's, like, pretty nitpicky. But to be perfectly honest, I hope this wins Game of the Year. It's not that Elton Ring is bad, because I played it for an hour and it was funny. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Yeah, I tried I, playing it that, or the day after, and I just got the shit kicked out of me. I'm like, nope, never again. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Because, like, I'm I understand done. people are like, oh, it's not video gaming, only a video game. And I'm just like, okay, but listen, listen, listen. People enjoy games for different reasons, right? That's why there's people that like visual novels, right? That can be considered games, you know. Like, it, to those people who say that, though, can you bring up any other thing besides saying it's too visual? Can you bring up any other reason? 
<laughs> just, 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 just tell me. Can you bring up any other reason besides it being too visual? And apparently that just makes it a god awful game. Like, like I, the my favorite things make me feel something emotionally, even if they're not the best of those things. You know. So like, well, that's 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 what art does. Exactly. To... You vote off the um, emotion, not. It's technically superior to God of War Ragnarok because there's more frames per hit and the dodging is smoother. Like, did I fucking ask? Yeah. <laughs> did I fucking ask? I did. <laughs> I did not ask. Well, that I always thought that's why people like the Dark Souls games, not because of the combat, but because of the triumph you feel after dying thousands of times to that one boss to finally, finally get it, it done. Yeah, and just like yes, the yes. like imagine sinking sixty hours into a painful experience. Just to beat it. Like, I couldn't imagine how that feels. And they're just... If that... If I decided to sit down and actually fully play a Souls game, by the end of it, I'm throwing away my console. (laughs) I'm done with video games after that. (laughs) I've retired. I'm done. The day I finish a Souls game, I'm retiring from gaming. That is my promise now. I'm fucking done. <laughs> like, I give up. <laughs> I, I, I did this one thing, and I'm done. You got the highest dopamine hit you ever get in your entire life. But, like, I'll beat a Souls game. I will throw a controller at my TV. Let's fuck Let's fuck it! <laughs> just see it shatter. And then I'll just go, fuck! Just scream really loudly. And then I'll just take my console and throw it away. <laughs> like, I'm done with gaming when I beat a Souls game. That sounds hyperbolic, because people beat Souls games all the goddamn time. Like, know, for fun. I know, fucking nuts. <laughs> but, like, oh. I'm, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah, speaking of Elden Ring and reused bosses here, when people also complain about God of War reusing bosses, I don't know if they knew this, but Elden Ring also reuses bosses. Does it? Yeah. Huh, they reuse it in the open world and in dungeons, yeah. They use that stupid fucking cat boss that I hate. Cats. <laughs> Dinner? Yeah. It spams this one attack where it jumps up and down. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> you just want to die. <laughs> Look, you know what's going to win Game of the Year just because it's going to spite me? Elden Ring. What do I want to win? God of War. <laughs> I want Pentiment to win. Oh, that's but, too bad. That's too bad. It's not even nominated. I would be fine with Immortality, too, but... That's not nominated. <laughs> that's not even nominated. This is a good year for games. You know what? Like, despite yeah. what some people might say, like, dry year, I'm I'm not going to lie. This has been a pretty great year for games. I mean, you can't have, like, five Rockstar games in one year. <laughs> despite how much people try to be Rockstar and fail miserably. Yeah. I've played plenty of games that I would not have... Oh, my fucking God. There was nothing in there. You're okay. <laughs> and, yeah. But, like, I, there are games that I wouldn't have played otherwise if I wasn't just in a gaming mood and was so not wanting to spend $60 on a AAA game. Lo and behold, Citizen Sleeper is, like, my favorite indie game I've maybe ever played. And then there's God of War Ragnarok. Those are, like, my two... That, like, I'm going to push at our personal one. This is those two. <laughs> yeah, if, if it weren't for such a so-and-called dry year, I think there would have been a bunch of games I wouldn't have tried. 
like or immortality. give him a shot. Like immortality. I probably wouldn't even have tried Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's so true, honest, though. I like, I don't do beat-em ups, yeah. but then I grinded through that. I didn't grind. Just one well, thing. I'm like, hmm, I might play this again someday when I'm bored. Honestly, with another person. With another person. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great year for games, and I hope the announcements just show us that there's more good games to come. Oh, you know? yeah. We should look out for our beloved indie studios now. Too, now yeah. that we have some indie devs yeah, under our yeah. belt. Basically, anything Annapurna, I'm looking out for. Because those fuckers are hit after hit recently. Like, I know a lot of people don't like 12 Minutes, is which is pretty fair, because, like, it turns out the husband and wife are actually brother and sister, and it's really funny. What? <laughs> yeah, no. It's been a year. I finally get to tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty funny. It's an Xbox game. It's not on Game Pass. It's so weird. Um, I know, that is weird. Anyway. I think it's on Game Pass on PC. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, it is. which is weird. <laughs> Why not just console too? Well, because it's a point-and-click game. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You gotta um, market it on PC. But anyway, God of War Ragnarok, I give a 10. Even if it has some faults, no game will ever be the striking image of perfect no, nothing will, nothing will yeah. ever do that. So, basically, a 10 out of 10 is as close as it gets to actually being perfect, even if it's not. So, that I this is my first 10 since The Last of Us. Just saying. <laughs> so, no. That's... Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I don't give .5s out that often, but I didn't want to give it a 10 because... I'm telling you, there were points where I was just like, mm, that level design is... I didn't hate the Ironwood mission like you did, which I, is fair. I didn't... Because here's the thing. I did the first part of it separately, and then the mm -hmm. second part of it in a different sitting, so maybe it was just paced differently when it wasn't at all at once. Yeah, I was just sitting there like just straight face the entire time because like you just it's just just so long because you just go back and forth ride the bull get off the bull get up there climb up there jump over there get on the bull get off the bull go you know what i mean i just feel like it's a bit repetitive and it just feels like it's going well, that's on like the, the, the whole game though. you go to a place yeah you but kill like, a thing it's this you go to a place good story moment you kill the thing it's just this <laughs> specific moment and the oh, this bull mission. rides is just really slow i know it's there it, it's there for story which is why it's not as bad because it actually it's not like, see that's every ubisoft mission <laughs> that, is my, <laughs> that is the entirety of ubisoft without, games. uh without story Ex just, without the good story yeah it's just trailing the entire time and giving exposition trailing dumps. slow walking in combat except in ubisoft games it sucks <laughs> Uh, yeah honestly though yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so 10 it's not gonna win game of the year i'll i've accepted elden ring one at this point i i've just accepted that i'm not gonna get what i want yeah and at this point sort of, i don't, I don't I, want it to win but just gotta admit defeat yeah i i've i've thrown in the towel i'm like well i'll scream if it 
if God of War wins, but I will be like, yeah, it's probably deserved. Like, I'm not going to say it's a bad game because it's not what I wanted. Because, like, that's not very fair. So. Unless it's The Last of Us Part 2. Well, that's like a 7 for me. It's on a technical level, it's a great game, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. On a story level, that's debatable. I enjoy some parts. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I played it, I didn't have many issues with it. It's when I thought back. So, if like, if I played it again, maybe it'd just be like an eight for me. I'd just like not care, and just accept more things if I played it again. Sort of. It's because I played it once and then looked back at it trying to be critical of it so if i just played it again maybe it's not differently as bad. yeah and it wouldn't be as bad as i keep putting it in my head maybe you know? when the last of a show comes out i'd want to replay the or maybe even get the remake if it's on sale ever 70 fucking it's already at like 40 bucks at some place i don't know if the deal's off but i saw it at like 40 i might pick it up then I don't know if I want to give in, though. But the if it has the gameplay of part two... <laughs> it dies. I don't know if it's the same gameplay. Well, then never mind. That. It's <laughs> like, not a fucking remake. It's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Anywho, we have one thing left to do, dear boy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Me too. I did zero research for this one, so that's... Fun. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, you ready to talk about Aquaman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what the fuck were you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I knew it was black. I mean, I knew it was what the fuck? Aquaman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I thought about it in the car. I'm like, wait, we're doing Aquaman today, and I've done zero research. I have, like, 20 minutes. Me too. Meh. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. So. We'll just do it on the way. We're going to talk about Aquaman. Black Manta? Okay. Care. That's all I want for the, <laughs> the, the, the Do you I want the laser eyes? Yeah, of I course. want the fucking laser eyes, dude. So, he's so cool. Huge right. head. So, I think I don't really know much about Aquaman, and the different paths for him to go have either already been done, or we've already pitched something for a different character that was very similar to it, a la Wonder Woman. Or the Flash, either the comedy parody route, like the Flash, like the badass god killer route, like Wonder Woman. So really, how do we do something different with Aquaman? Well, I was thinking, I thought about it in the car too while driving here. I was like, well, usually people associate him to being like the the joke, you know, the the butt end, the guy that talks to fish. Because mm -hmm. he's, like, compared to Superman, he's, like, what? So, like, what if, like, he struggles to, like, meet expectations? How do you mean? Like, I was, I know this is going to sound very cliche, but, like, I, the, if we did something different from the, uh, Jason Momoa, uh, Aquaman, um, I would want him not to discover Atlantis and realize he was part of this higher power. I would want him to already be groomed as a prince. And, you know, his father is like this... The the, the best king ever of Atlantis. What if his dad is Neptune? 
Yeah, just make who got happen. killed in Wonder Woman. So we can connect them. Oh, yeah, yeah, cinematic universe. So all of a sudden he has to fit these expectations of being the king even though he's not ready. Or yeah, there you go. He's It's literally the Lion King. <laughs> it's the yeah, Lion King. even though he's not ready. And then he fights Black Knight. <laughs> but what if also he's kind of like Thor at the same time where he's still childish? Oh, you're talking about early Thor. Okay. Where, yeah, he's still taking inspiration from Thor 1. He's still childish. And he's still getting, you know, he's banging women. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know what this has to do with Black Manta. No. Isn't he like a pirate? <laughs> yeah, isn't he like a pirate? Yeah. I don't know. I just like massive action and destruction. Well, so. I think it would fit Aquaman, because I think Aquaman, since he's a god, I think it would fit to also make him another action. Would this connect more to Wonder Woman than we initially thought? So his dad's Neptune, who gets murdered in Wonder Woman. Do we have, do we retroactively add Aquaman to that Wonder Woman movie? As like a yeah, side character. That sounds kind of messy. But I mean, we are laying the foundations for a cinematic universe. So like most of these characters have not interacted. So maybe these could be the two. So like Neptune's a god. Aquaman is the son of a god. Wonder it's a god that. killer that is killing all these things. It makes sense that, well, I killed Neptune, so I can, now I gotta kill his son. So maybe it's only for, like, a part of the movie. Maybe, like, 20 minutes. But yeah. after Neptune's killed in that throne room fight with, like, Zeus and all these other gods, she goes to Atlantis... And basically starts to wreck shop. And Aquaman's there. Trying to protect his people however he can. And then Wonder Woman shows up. And they basically get Silver Swan to Earth. For like the final fight. Sort of. So maybe this is in like the second act or something. And we have sort of Aquaman be like a very minor supporting role. Sort of how, like, Riri Williams was. Like, how she was only in it for, like, 15 minutes. But make him more important. Yeah. So, like, maybe then in the Aquaman movie, Wonder Woman can show up. It opens with, like, Poseidon. Is it Neptune or Poseidon? Am I being Poseidon a fucking... A I'm a fucking God. idiot. Neptune is Roman, yeah. God damn it. It's... Okay. Scratch that. Poseidon, not Neptune. Poseidon. Do we have other gods though all of them are dead no i'm saying like me so she knows greek because she was a part of the greek culture but are there other types of gods this is giving me an idea about a god war maybe that could be a justice league level threat So it actually ties shit in together. 
kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could throw in Egyptian and Roman mythology and pagan gods. And then just throw in Norse, because why the fuck and, not? Oh, yeah, Japanese, Chinese, Chinese, Aztec. Uh, Mesopotamian? So, yeah, throw them all. So basically, we, we open with Poseidon's funeral. Aquaman's there, and he's maybe got his mother, and he's sort of... He's reeling, right? He didn't have enough time to mourn because he had to protect Atlantis when Silver Swan showed up. Uh, Wonder Woman's at the funeral. Maybe she's like a major supporting character in this. So it could theoretically feel like a two-parter, even though they are separate. So basically, his dad is dead. He has not a lot of family left. He's given this responsibility that he's not ready for. Then comes, do uh, I don't want another god killer, but that'd be really funny. <laughs> Black Manta, pirate turned god killer. No. Um, how are you liking it so far? Because there is one problem with delving into gods. I feel like that's going too much into like, Zack Snyder territory. Oh, with like the old and new gods and stuff? No, well, like, well, like, the Justice League is like, they're like treated like gods. No, I'm not saying like, like they're treated like, well, I mean, kind yeah, because I, because I look at the Justice League and I'd want them to return to them being for the people. Sure. Well, I mean, you know like they're I mean? protecting Earth, like they're, yeah, but like nice interactions with people too. I mean, I mean, he, he's going to be a king either way. Yeah. So maybe he's just like but, the son of a dead god. Yet again, Atlantis, I would usually in its interpretate or whatever, its adaptations, they're always closed off and like, nope, we're not helping you. So in this version, we do the opposite. Basically, their king is dead. They want help. So they expose themselves, sort of. As like, not a third world, that'd be funny though. But <laughs> it's like. Like a nation in mourning. And they reveal themselves like, we are these fish people. We can talk to fish and ride shark. <laughs> you just do Black Panther, but again. But this time, they are the fish people. And they fight. We have to reveal ourselves to the humans. The humans. No, we can't reveal ourselves to the humans. But Why we, not? We could rule the world. But we don't want to rule the world. Who is the villain, though? Is it just Black Manta? Like, I know you want Black Manta, but in the story we're telling, maybe he could be, like, an opening thread. But I don't know if he'd be the main bad to connect in this god war that we're deciding to throw together. What if we just... I'm just imagining Greek mythology, but also 60s. That's kind of funny. I'm, I'm liking it. What if we, um... What if it's like... Because we already... We're just doing the first couple. Right, fuck, man. How do you mean? Fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, with, um... With, uh... Wonder Woman, did we do multiple? No, we did with Green Lantern, we did multiple. And then, well, I mean, we've talked about sequels for every single one. Yeah. So, like, for Superman, we, d we, we talk about the first one mostly, 
But we do bring up, here's what happens, or an idea of what happens in the sequel. Because I said Justice League, and I agree with this, is like, later. Like, yeah. Superman's had a trilogy. Right? Like, so it's like 10 years in the making. A bunch of different creatives are working on these characters at the same time. And they don't come together until most people's arcs have come together, you know? So, like, Aquaman, it's the story of a prince-turned-king who does something. <laughs> we'll figure that I out. I think he should just be thrusted into this... Like, like he's thrusted into this throne, and he has no idea what to do. And he fucks up. Because it's, it's literally the Lion King. Yeah, he fucks up. And we should and save the god-killing, and or, like, save the god-war for, like, the climax of the trilogy like the oh the trilogy even though they also oh, we we tease it yeah throughout a bunch of these movies it. so like yeah. okay so like one like Woman... starting it off it's like that doesn't really sound right to me you know so sure okay and we so, can okay. have more aquaman stuff so okay okay so <gasps> aquaman and wonder woman team up movie well i feel like that's just their trilogy with a god war oh they're the only two with the god war i feel like th that's big enough for like Justice League? Justice League. So just keep building it up, because Aquaman is the one that introduces everyone to the God War? Well, Wonder Woman does, because okay, Greeks are slaughtered. Oh, yeah. And Silver Swan. So, okay, there's a power... They're the biggest ones. The others exist, but in terms of like, the other like realms, like the different planes that they live on, they're not... Like, you have, like, your Odins, or, like, your giant fucking Egypt bro Ra, or whatever. Like, you have people, these different pantheons, being like, the Greeks are dead, we could take over, because, you know, war bad and stuff. And basically, they all clash in, like, their own sort of Ragnarok, except it's, like, way bigger, because it's every pantheon. And it... Oh my god, what if... Then... If we're involving gods, then what if, like, we make Spectre the bad guy? Spectre? Yeah. Who's Spectre? He's like the messenger of God. What? Like, no <laughs> joke. We might have to do research on him for the Justice League, but... Spectre-tree. He's, like, literally just a fucking messenger of God. So how would he be the bad guy? Like, I... I don't know. He wants to cause chaos. <laughs> I think we're just talking about Justice League more than we're talking about yeah, Aquaman. We'll just, we'll, just, but, we'll just talk about... Yeah. Um, so, like, okay. But I do... I like where this is going. Because, like, I don't think... My original pitch for Justice League that I mentioned last week... That has nothing to do with this. But... I, I, I'm kind of digging this more, to be perfectly honest. Because, like... So, okay, Superman and Batman and Cyborg and Flash are all these contained things. But the ones that start, like, expanding the universe and start making shit, like... More connective is, like, Green Lantern and Shazam and Wonder Woman and Aquaman... And basically, well, I don't know if we'll have Shazam be connected, but he is connected to a lot of characters. But, like, a, there's, like, some that are on their own, 
and some that start connecting with each other. So like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, like knowing each other and like being friends and like allies before Justice League, maybe they're the ones that started the Justice League. Instead of Batman and Superman? Because they realize, they've known of this God War and they thought throughout their trilogies that they could theoretically stop it. Because like that is thousands of gods killing each other on one tiny planet like that would end life on earth like probably for millennia or millions of years probably oh did you just have an epiphany um yet again kingdom come how do we how do we tease this this big battle kingdom come um uh, this is going to sound really cliche, but Sandman gets visions of the world being annihilated by uh, a battle between gods. So we introduce Sandman? Or what you, or, like, in Kingdom Come? Yeah, in Kingdom Come, that's what happens. So, like, I think somehow we should tease the literal end of the world. Okay. I don't know if it doesn't have to be with Sandman, but like, cause yeah, I don't want to introduce Sandman, but just like, like, oh my god, what if it's a character super unsuspecting of it? So like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman know of this God War. They are gods. What if it's a character like Shazam, who's like a kid, who gets visions from his wizard bro? Yo, listen, the world's gonna get fucking annihilated. He's like, what the hell do I do with that? Oh my god, that actually fits, though. <laughs> I, I would imagine that fits. Alright, we'll leave it there, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm writing this down, because like that, that that's a good pitch. Alright, so Aquaman, he has to deal with the expectations of his father. And now that the king's gone, that means the sea is unsafe, so that's where Black Manta comes in. And re wreaking havoc, <laughs> or something. Reeking. Right. Reeking. He is. Reeking. He is reeking. He's he is smelling. smelling. <laughs> he is a stinky boy. <laughs> He's a smelly dude. You know what? I'm just glad Lex Luthor is not the villain of Justice League. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> we'll find a villain. We'll find some villain that somehow. Do we just? Do we just do anti-monitor? Well, I thought that's more of a multiversal threat. Well, I mean, we can lessen him, you know. That's kind of weird. Well, we can find some obscure... Well, like, we, we found Silver Swan, who was just an obscure Wonder Woman villain. We can do the same. Sure. And we... No, you found Silver Swan. I had yeah, zero yeah. fucking clue when we were going to do that I episode. just looked up Wonder Woman villains. I'm like, oh... Silver Swan looks fucking badass. <laughs> nice. Alright. I mean, okay. So Aquaman opens with Poseidon's funeral. Immediately after, Black Manta, who's a pirate, is basically wreaking havoc. Maybe he wants, like, treasure. Maybe he is just a pirate. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just a pirate. He, he wants is the just treasure a of Atlantis. And so he invades with, like, an underwater army. This sounds fucking stupid. Okay, but it's Aquaman. I mean, I don't... Yes, like, we're trying to make it somewhat serious, but to be fair, it's Aquaman. Like, it'd be hard to keep it that serious. His brother tries to take the throne. 
like Lion King. Like, yeah, his name is Ocean Master. The peak. The peak. So fucking hard. I don't understand Aquaman. It's like how we don't understand the Flash. We just made him a joke. But see, Aquaman not being the joke character makes it a joke entirely. Because the Flash is the fuck up. <laughs> he's the oldest one, and he's also the biggest fuck up. He's an asshole who gets <laughs> insulted by minor inconvenience, man. <laughs> I swear to God, that's still our best bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. I spoiled your milk. <laughs> no. 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 I pulled the chair out an inch further than normal. <laughs> Barry, I locked you out of your house, Barry. What? It's like I put mold on your bread, Barry. I was like, why? <laughs> it's like, I... I clogged the toilet, Barry. <laughs> I took that fat shit on the floor, Barry. He's <laughs> like, why? I wasn't fast enough to get to the toilet, Barry. <laughs> it's, he, he can't run fast. He literally walks normal speed. But he calls himself the reverse <laughs> I'm as fast as you, Barry. Trips and fucking breaks the Sorry, still getting used to the super speed. He's like, you, you can't run. <laughs> Fuck you! I am your greatest enemy, Barry. I'm your great. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. I honestly don't. There are some that are gonna be more duds than others. You know, like we can't just have the perfect pitch like Superman. Yeah, like we just gotta have that one mediocre movie. Maybe this is the Thor. Okay. We just, yeah. just go with he mediocrity. Is, he is a guy that becomes king and is connected to Wonder Woman and throughout the trilogy starts teasing God War that will lead to Justice League. Yeah, he fights Black Manta in the first one because he's cool. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason. We don't really have any ideas for Aqua. We should have research before. Nah, <laughs> it's okay. We'll do... We, all right. I like what we're doing with Shazam. That could be an interesting one. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think the Shazam movie is, like, the perfect way to do Shazam. So how do we do something different that's also just Shazam is going to be a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who, who are we casting as Aquaman? Carl Urban. A 50-year-old? <laughs> um, no, I'm okay. We should get a we should get a teen heartthrob, like Timothy Shelton. <laughs> we should, though. Are you joking? But, like, a good one. Okay. <laughs> but, like, a good one. Because, like, he's a king. He's a prince. Mm-hmm. You know? He's got to yeah. be attractive. Mm-hmm. And I'd assume he's young. Yeah. But he's also got to be jacked. Because uh -huh. I'd want Aquaman to be like he was in Zack Snyder's Justice League, where he was actually a badass. Uh -huh. And he wasn't just a guy who talked to fish. Uh -huh. So what are you thinking? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> Let's, well, I don't know. Let's go to our best friend. 
<laughs> My fan cast iron. Aquaman. Um. Aquaman. Angua. Did I spell it right? No. Well, That's how you spell Aquaman, yeah. Okay. Aquaman 2, Aquaman Family and Rogues Gallery. Shut the fuck up. I did not ask for your opinion. Alright, so that Aquaman. Is... It's only... <laughs> Cringe. No, you have to look up Aquaman Fancast. Oh, yeah. That's how you do it. Fancast. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that one was deleted. Why do people just keep saying Chris Hemsworth? That's kind of cringe. <laughs> what the f- what? Why does everyone want Chris Hemsworth to play- Aquaman. That's cringe! That's so cringe! I don't know. Oh, this one, this one. Yes, this is Here what we we've go. been looking we for. We list. Chris Hemsworth is on the top three. Oh my god. Okay. Bill Hader. <laughs> Bill Hader. <laughs> 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 he already played Aquaman in the Smallville show. Yeah, I think that's why they added him. Yeah, that's why they added mm. him. What? You guys don't want Jeff Bridges? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Teen heartthrob who could play Aquaman. That's <laughs> that's all I look up. Giovanni Ripsy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Kino. Aquaman. Fuck off. Aquaman fan cast. We should pause it. It was the dad in waves. That's why. <laughs> Alright, so we took forever. We had a couple of funny laughs. <laughs> um, so we're going with Chukumodi as Aquaman, and we're doing Sterling K. Brown as Black Manta. Technically, Wonder Woman will be the no-name. I, I should add her. Um, no, this was kind of a boring one. Sorry, folks. But basically, we're sort of we're 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 gearing up. You can we're, we're the foundation. We have set up what the plan will be. We've we've shown off. Hey, listen, this is what's next for Justice League, and I think it's gonna go pretty well. I think. Um. Do you have anything else to say about Aquaman? It'll get better. I think Shazam will be a fun one. Yeah, Cyborg. The next three I'm pretty excited for. Shazam, Cyborg, and Batman. Can we get Freddie Highmore as Shazam? Please, fuck no. Oh my god. <laughs> Funny, yes. <laughs> Do I want it? No. Call Freddie Highmore. Yeah. Movies ranked. 
Let's not do that. Can we can we end this? This is the best one. <laughs> Chocolate factory. Are you f- <laughs> done? No, uh, no, no, well, no, 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 no. I don't know no, if it gets no. any better. No, <laughs> no, no. Finding Neverland was nominated for best picture. What the fuck are you talking about? Arthur and the Invincible. <laughs> Arthur three. The war of two worlds. God, I really just want to talk about Justice League, dude. My mind's racing. I have so much to come up with now. We have to stop. <laughs> we we have we have we, we the golden compass. No, we gotta stop. Go- we gotta stop. The golden compass. We have to stop. <laughs> this is worst movie. Woman talking dirty. No, that's the best one. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Pretty high, more and more. Okay, so I'm just gonna. No, I want more Freddie Highmore. I really just want to talk about Justice League. I'm so ready for January 1st. That's going to take like two hours, and I'm so ready for it. The guard fight. I... Oh, dude, I imagine... Dude, I'm getting ahead of myself. But just imagining the god fight of like Norse versus Egyptian versus Japanese versus Chinese versus Mesopotamian versus Aztec versus... Celtic. Uh, does Irish count as Celtic? Is that the same area, I feel like? Yeah, kind of. Like, just, like, all of these different pantheons just going to war and the Justice League has to stop it. That's so fucking badass. Okay, um, I don't have anything else. Unless you want to talk about something, but otherwise... Oh, fuck, never mind, I have one more thing. What'd you do? It is December, Allah. It's Christmas time, ish. And I thought it could be fun. I don't know if you want to do it now or later. I thought it could be fun to talk about your favorite Christmas music because that's all you're gonna fucking hear. That's all I hear at work. That's all you probably hear at work when we shop. That's all that's playing on the radio. If you select certain channels. That's what's playing. So why not talk about the best and worst Christmas music? As it's that season. Plus, I want to do something somewhat Christmassy. Okay. Since we On did my, something somewhat like, Halloween-y. This is going to be very jokey, but... Um, unironically... Uh, unironically... Is it all I want for Christmas is you... It's not that bad. Is that actually your favorite? No, no, I'm just saying. No, it's not that bad. For the memes, it's funny, though. Yeah, it's not that bad. When it spikes up, and people are just like, it's coming, the word's coming. Mariah Carey's coming. Um, No, I'm more of a fan of the classic versions of a lot of these songs. It's like the Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, not Bill Cosby, Bing Crosby. (laughs) You know, I. A lot of the original versions of these songs I like the best. And, like, to be fair, there are some Christmas songs that are actually fucking stupid. I like that song they sing at the end of The Grinch. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what's not annoying at all in the slightest? Sarcasm moment. Feliz Navidad. That song bugs the shit out of me. I never liked it, as, even as a kid. Like, I did as... Wham is my favorite. Wham's Last Christmas is my favorite. I scrolled a Christmas playlist. That showed up. I'm like, no, that sounds about right. That's probably my favorite. I don't really like Christmas music, so... Do you not listen to it? Not really. Like, not even to get hyped about it? Nope. Damn. You just don't like Christmas music. Yeah. Where's I your mean, Christmas spirit, man? Where's your Christmas spirit? We must teach you the spirit of Christmas. So, like, you don't even, like, on Christmas listen to it? Well, yeah, but it's just sort of like, mm-hmm, this is music that exists. Mm-hmm. That is, it's music that is supposed to profit off of uh, someone sacrificing themselves for our sins. But it didn't even work? But at the end, was the sacrifice worth it? Gets existential. <laughs> I mean, I I do like Christmas music. Some is more fucking stupid than the others. Um, I do... Oh, my God. I really enjoy... Um, all, the, the more quiet stuff for Christmas. So, like, the... the like Blue Christmas by Elvis is a is a really good one. White Christmas is always a banger. I think that's my dad's favorite Christmas song. But the Bing Crosby version, <laughs> the forties one, the Bill the Bill Cosby one. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bill Cosby song one. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the White Christmas movie? No. It's pretty pretty dated because it's pretty sexist. <laughs> And also, women's hips are about this big. They oh. actually look like they don't have hips. And it's really creepy. Like, wait, is this animated or? No, this is live action. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't understand the hype around small hips. No, I to don't. Be honest. Thick hips, the better. <laughs> That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> no, but like honestly, Christmas movie. Then, if the discussion of Christmas music isn't your thing. What's a banger Christmas movie? Die Hard. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like... Traditional Christmas movie. I... People, like... During Christmas, my sister was like, Oh, we could watch Home Alone. Or like, last night, my mom was like, Yo, we could watch Home Alone. I don't want to watch Home Alone. I've seen Home Alone about 20 times already. I don't want to see Home Alone. I'm done with Home Alone. Unironically, Gremlins though. That's is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. Like, yes. It, yeah. 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 It's yeah. more than Die Hard. <laughs> I mean, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Batman Returns is my favorite Christmas movie. Well, it's Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, so Batman Returns doesn't count. Then it is. You don't even like the animated Grinch movie. That's all about knowing the spirit of Christmas. Maybe I'm Bro. just a Scrooge McDuck. Or you're just a Scrooged Bill Murray. That's pretty funny. Just a Scrooge. My TV producer yeah. that gets scared to shit. <laughs> My dad actually loves the original. There's uh, a lot of original. Yeah, but like, I think... There's the a one Christmas carol like every he year. <laughs> refers, refers to the original as 
Patrick Stewart? That'd be really yes. funny. That's not the original, though. There's yes, more. Yes, he refers to the Patrick... Is it the Patrick Stewart one? I think it's the Patrick's... That's the one maybe. in the 90s, I think. No, it's not the Patrick's. It's the one before that. There's a million it's of Christmas one, carols. It's one of them that he, he loves. It's not the Patrick Stewart one. It's one of them that he... he he, he prefers over the other ones. The Polar Express is really funny. <laughs> Polar Express is fine, but it's too eerie. No, that's why it's good. It's so creepy. <laughs> Dude, unironically, Jim Carrey's Grinch is so funny. <laughs> it's a kid's movie, and it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> The prosthetics are insane on that one. Why does he look like that? <laughs> Jim Carrey said in an interview Those... that it felt like he was being buried alive every time he was in the suit. I'm like, Jesus. That movie is, along with Cat in the Hat, is the exact reason why Dr. Seuss doesn't want any more live-action adaptations. He's been dead for a long time. Yeah, His he's... family does not care. I think he... Illumination's doing a Cat in the Hat. Well, better. Well, it's not going to be as Kino as Mike Myers. Mike Myers, so you know. <laughs> I watched that a bunch as a kid, but now I'm afraid to watch it again. I watched it, and it was fucking awful. <laughs> it was actually dude. A the scene where scene. Alec Baldwin's giant stomach is out, and he picks oh. it out. Like, oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> it starts just dying. Like fucking. For some reason, Mike Myers chops off his fucking tail while he's cooking. Like, it just breaks out into a cooking show. Mm-hmm. Mike what Myers the fuck? moment. <laughs> Mike what Myers the fuck? moment. So- I was Shrek. I can be Cat in the Hat. Also, have you noticed that every single Dr. Seuss movie is through Universal? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's weird. It's funky. And all I think about it, yeah. 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 I get it. Nearly every single one. Except for the most based Dr. Seuss story. Horton, here's a... <laughs> what does IGN think of the... Oh, uh, that's so fucking good. Uh, that IGN best Christmas movies. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. 2019. I have not watched Nightmare Before Christmas. What? <laughs> oh, no. The the ref? What? Okay, okay. You you must you must have seen It's a Wonderful Life. No, not that either yet. You have not seen It's a Wonderful Life. No. That's like a sin. You gotta see. That is not a what the fuck is that? I think this is just like holiday movies in general. Gremlins. <laughs> There's Gremlins. Oh my god. If I have to see Home Alone one more fucking time, I'm gonna die. What? Billy Bob Thornton, what are you doing? <laughs> wow. Alright, White Christmas is okay. I like the song more than I do the movie. That's. That's yeah. when we leave. Yeah, that's. We're done. We're, we're, we're Best done. Christmas movie and TV shows of the 2000s. What the fuck? Lego. The ooh, Grinch. Ooh, if ooh. I do not see community on here, because you said episodes. So if I don't see community on here, you can go fuck off, IGN, because you suck. You suck at life. You're awful. 
We should go to <laughs> based. <laughs> Fred Claus. <laughs> Fred Claus is my favorite <laughs> holiday movie, to be honest. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. You're way past community. Oh, so it's not even on here. No. I think we should stop. This was a bad topic to bring up. Yeah. I don't You're not very Christmassy. No, I'm not. I'm not. Down. I'm gonna it's as if I'm you're not a, very Christmassy. It's as if you're anti Christian you pr- <laughs> Actually, I, I think it was a pagan holiday. No. No, it's Christian. It says Christ in in the name. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the good go like, is mean to tell me it used to be one but now it's not literally pentiment though too bad <laughs> literally pentiment though they write over history with something new that has been around since z- year zero so here's the thing here's the thing so here's the thing so the roman calendar was before right so they're like hey this book Okay. okay. They're, they're writing over history. With with Jeebus? With Jeebus. <laughs> with the Jeebus. Literally pentiment. Okay, whatever you say, man. <laughs> whatever yeah, you say, I'm man. Going, am, I, am I going crazy? You what? are going crazy. <laughs> you gotta stop playing pentiment. <laughs> I will play it and probably give it like an eight. Because <laughs> I am weird. This literally history. That they're rewriting, they're writing over history, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. White people moment to all other history that's not white. They just white history to white history for Christ's sake. Writing over history. The Romans did it to the Greeks. The pagans did it to the Romans, and the Christians did it to both. And that they're all the same. <laughs> yeah. They keep, they keep like, ah, uh, yes, I like this idea. Let's just change the character a little. Yeah, I kept calling it Neptune, but it was Poseidon. Literally the same, though. <laughs> it's yeah, it's literally the, same. the same. Okay. We got to talk about one more thing. Game boards. We're doing a, a live stream on YouTube. We're doing something with the YouTube, finally. <laughs> um, we'll start it at 6. The show starts at 6.30. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be fun. I think... It... Yeah, well... I don't know if we'll have face cam, but we'll have audio. Yeah, I don't know if we have enough room to really have face... Live action. Yeah, you put it here and just... Live reaction. <laughs> live re- My live reaction. <laughs> just the ringing... <laughs> anyway i think it will be fun uh we aren't gonna be doing like the emmys where we showed it on the podcast i think a lot of live reaction stuff will be on youtube just to give it some life the spotify will be mostly for the episodes maybe something else but mostly for the episodes not the reactions 
Uh, after the episode 23 on the 11th, on the 12th, we'll live react to the Golden Globes. That should be fun. Um, those are the two most immediate things. Um, otherwise, do you have anything else coming up? Oh, we gotta start the gaming channel soon. It is December now. Yeah, it is December now. Figure out that now, too. Mm -hmm. You gotta tell me what games I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have to make a list. And check it twice. And check it twice. Gonna come find out if you're playing it or not. <laughs> I'm gonna come fucking break your kneecap if you're not playing this game. Um, what do you mean you don't like it, you fucking... It's like, what do you mean? Fallout New Vegas isn't keen on you. <laughs> Stop trying to shoot up the entire fucking town. Ah! <laughs>